a black gem wreathed in black flames. She's on a mission from God to witness and understand these events. And you're all going with her. <laughs> with the sale evening star to accompany her in return for a free raising of Chuck's corpse and admission to the clergy of Saloon for chapel. Uh, this also gives you all a guest pass to the church and its uh, dorms when you're with Chapa. Uh, during the ritual to raise Chuck back to life, return him back to the material plane, something strange occurred. As the priests of the waxing moon chanted and sang, the magical ceiling of the moon dome above you became covered in shadow. And from Chuck's mouth erupted several shadowy entities with murderous intent. Quick action prevented any additional casualties, but the ritual was only partially successful. While some life force has indeed returned to Chuck, his consciousness, his soul, did not. And though your characters do not yet know it, we all know that somewhere at the bottom of some horrid pit choked with thick, acrid smoke, Chuck is trapped, watched over by a hideous creature. Following the ritual, you all rested, and on the morn set about checking off some errands. Stepping onto the streets, it quickly became queer. It quickly became queer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did get queer in a sense, because life in Waterdeep has changed for you all. You are local celebrities now, responsible for the discovery and reclamation of Dagult's embezzled fortune. Your heroes, aristocrats and beggars alike, stop you on the street for a quick word, for an autograph, for a coin. After all, they know you have some despair. Arriving home, yet another in the long line of visitors from the law enforcement came to question you on events transpiring throughout the city. This time, Detective Dixon Saxwell of Dockworth <laughs> came asking about the drow prisoners who escaped. You had fought these drows recently and previously, and they seemed to be more and more entwined with your life. And you told this to Dixon. You passed along some information on Zardoz Zord. The detective thanked you for this information and left. Next, you visited Rashal and bought some tomes with the intent of studying up to prepare for upcoming adventures. We begin now, mid-morning, on a raw, gray day in the north ward of Waterdeep. We are halfway through the 10-day. It is the 15th of Uktar. Three days since Chuck was killed by a shard of shadowy evil in the blue alley. Eight days since word was last heard from Izzy Hammer. Twenty-three days since you destroyed a shambling mound animated by darkness in a field in Undercliff. Children are disappearing from their homes beneath Waterdeep, somewhere in a dark and forgotten place. Someone whispers the name, Shah. What would you all like to do? It's very odd to hear that with the music. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I forgot about the black gem wreathed in black fire. I wonder if that's Primara related? She's in a black diamond right now. It's probably 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 not important. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't made this connection for the three days since Because she's in a black gem, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that has something to do with orange. 
For sure. Yeah, definitely. Shane Black like a <clears throat> It's all connected and it's so crazy. <clears throat> oh my god. I like that Yuri has a gay last Got more comfortable. And it's friendly. The floor is open. The what floor is open. Are the floor is lava. What? What time of day are we at? Where it's mid morning. It's, it's a grey day. <clears throat> mid ten day. Did we take a long rest? Yeah. You took a yes. long rest at the house of the moon. Right, right. You went back to your home. You are effectively now somewhere between Rashal's books and your home. Um, I'm assuming that this is going to be somewhat shopping forward at the start, or errands forward at the start. I know that there's research that you want to carry out. I know that there are some people that Bang Bang maybe wanted to check in on. I know that Julian maybe wants to look for a book. Um, I know that Chapa and Yuri planning on doing some research. And Proto is in the sewers. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say if there's time, I think Proto would also like to go to the House of the Hands. House of the Hands. House of Inspired Hands. House of Inspired Hands. Maybe they <coughs> sort of to think about that as well. Okay. We, can <laughs> we can definitely do that. Maybe Chop and Yuri do some shopping and then research. Mm-hmm. You Chop a shopping. Shop Bang Bang and Proto are gonna go to the House of Inspired Hands. Yeah. Chopper also wanted to maybe see about uh, keeping the soup stall going while you're away. Yes. Yeah. Me and Rumble are both looking for a magical bow of sorts. Yeah. We would like to come shopping yeah. with us. I need to go back to the too. bookshop <laughs> and maybe to the oddity store. If you wanted to, Julian, before that sort of scene really even concludes, you could just sort of turn around and ask Rishal for what you're looking for. Hey, Rishal. Oh, yes. What? Uh, was there something else you needed? Do you know what a moon plant is? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a moon plant. Um, is that sort of some sort of plant that grows well in the moonlight? Well, it kind of looks like it. Um, hmm. Uh, plants aren't really my thing. I was more of an indoor kid. Okay. Well, do you know anyone who knows a lot about plants? Um, you know, you might want to ta- try uh, Tally across the way. I'm going to make sure I'm saying this name right. I might be misremembering it. But there is a store in Troll Skull Alley, if you look right behind you. Um, the Bent Nail. Not the Bent Nail. The, the Bent Nail is there. Well, Tally is the owner of the Bent Nail. Uh, That's right. Uh, the Troll Skull Tower no. The Corsillon's Crown? Cor- yeah, Corlon's Crown. Crown. Corlon's Crown. Pulling up names, pulling up names. Cool. Fala. Fala, thank you. Corlon's Crown. Yeah, uh, Fala. Inspiration. Across the way, <laughs> they're an herbalist. They're a member of the Guild of Apothecaries and Physicians, I think. Um, they certainly would know something about plants. They use them all the time in their various poultices. Uh, I do have I do have a section on on plants. You're always welcome to browse it. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll browse it, and I'll also keep an eye out for something along the lines of um, what is it? The House of the Moon? Is that the church? What's the church that we were at? Yeah, House of the Moon. Um, so. Definitely. Those would be in two different sections, but roll an investigation check. Roll two investigation checks. One for the book on moon plants, one for 
Um, yeah, House of the Moon related stuff. Uh, House of the Moon is six. So, for House of the Moon, you go to uh, you go to a section that is basically like local local literature, and you very quickly find a um, a guide to the various attractions in the city. You're sort of leafing through it. It takes you a moment to realize that you already have a copy of this. It's Volos and Caridian to Waterdeep. And there is indeed some info on the House of the Moon in it, but it's not extensive. Okay. Um, you go to a section on flora of the Sword Coast region, and you don't find a book that is specifically about the plants that grow on the moon. But you are pretty... You, you can definitely... You find a book, let's say, that details harvesting plants at night and, like, the various medicinal and magical properties that come with that or are believed to. Okay. Um, you already own the Encuridian. The book on harvesting plants at night would cost you five silver pieces. Okay, I'll get that one. Okay. Um, so, just so you kind of understand where I'm getting at here, this book is probably not going to have much in the way of direct information. Right. But there's still a chance with a high enough roll that upon researching it, you might find some little fragment of information that could be valuable for teasing this thread out. Yeah. Okay. And at the very least, you're, make, you're growing a library on horticulture. And that seems in keeping with Julian as well. Sick. All right. Uh, thank you for your business. Uh, as always, if there's any type of book you are looking for, I can, you know, put out some feelers. You said you're interested in moon plants? Moon plants, yeah. Okay. I can, uh, I can try to follow up on that. And perhaps, uh, anything you can find about the Unsealing Court. Unsealing Court. The dark and malevolent <clears throat> fae. I will say, I don't know much about that topic. I don't come across books dealing with it very often, too. Uh, not many non-fae. Well, let me put it like this. Not much is known of the Feywild, full stop. Mm. Let alone the Unsealy Court, which is sort of the shadowy, secretive part of what is already a misunderstood place. Right. It's so, like good books about secret intelligence agencies. Mm. I, w- I would say that, yes. And that it may be the case that information on the Unsealy could come from an unexpected source. Hmm. There's probably not going to be a tome that condenses or collects the history of the Unsealy, but right. if you're looking through other books with tangential relationships, Fragments you might be able to find pieces. Fairy tales and travelers' adventures. Perhaps. And I do have books on fairy tales. Uh, 
I don't know. Anything with unicorns? Studies have tales. Oh, of course. There's plenty of stories about unicorns littered throughout fairy tales. Do you know one called Primara? Can't say that I do. How about the index? <laughs> the the index of some books. Oh well, these are all children's tales, and he basically uh-huh. brings you over to the children's section, which is full of fairy <laughs> tales and like books of collected fairy tales. Mm-hmm. Young and fiction. a lot of these books yeah. don't Why? seem to have indices. They are just it's like yeah, these are all the stories that we all know. Us us human mortals who grew up telling these stories for our children. This is just like you know, baby's first. Three ogres and a goat, like classic tales. Is there like an equivalent? I'm a total mortal. <laughs> Is there an equivalent of like a Grimm Brothers sort of Absolutely like collected? There Absolutely, there is. There. Beetle Bard and the Beetle. No, what's it called? Mm. Beetle and Bard. My boy, got the cream. Just <laughs> a little Sybil Trelawney for y'all. Living in that HP today. <laughs> you find a a, a book Harry of Potter. collected <laughs> fairy tales that have to do with mortals traveling into the Fae and Fae creatures traveling into the Prime Material Plane. And the name, the title of the book is Knights of the Green. I'd like it, please. Yeah, definitely. Five silver pieces. <clears throat> Did we settle on how much individual loot we were getting after? Um, no, I was going to bring them up to the party once we not um, in public. Sure. I've so when I hit level three, I technically got like either painter's tools or calligraphy supplies. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I could take this moment to suddenly become illus- interested in like children's book illustrations and sort of <laughs> mash those <laughs> <Absolutely>. two together. <laughs> yes, you don't need to ask my permission at all. Great. Do you have no. one or other of those tools already? I had designated the painter's tools, which I do think is probably closer. Do you own them is what I'm asking? Yes. Okay. Or I think so. Having Gaining proficiency in something doesn't necess- necessarily mean that you own the tools. Like, I have to versa. look at the language again. Yeah. I don't so think you automatically get those and tools. Work, like, you gain the proficiency in it, but that doesn't automatically manifest a set of like oils and so you will need to buy those uh, buy those things, but you will have proficiency once you get them. Okay. And it's okay. easy to acquire them. Sounds good. Especially in a city like Waterdeep. Yeah. And well, we don't need to like we could do a bigger RP if you want, but it doesn't even need to be that. Uh, yeah, I just wanna sort of include that. <laughs> yeah. Do you wanna loop that into your In my can, errands. Yeah. I yeah. I'm gonna say that uh, you can definitely check that off. There's probably not something immediately around troll spell, but having walked around the city, why don't you just give me a, um, why don't you give me a history or investigation check your choice? Uh, investigation. 
Um, I rolled a one for a total of three. You think that you remember seeing something down in the dock ward during one of your various exploits down there that was like I remember some artist supplies. Yeah, like in some in some old warehouse maybe there was like you can't remember exactly what those cross streets were, but like you have this memory of the dock ward and there being like an artist supply warehouse. Maybe the mayor had them. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor. Maxine. Maxine. Mayor. Um, so, John. <laughs> uh, if you know where you can go to look for them, you don't know exactly where. But uh, it would be down in the dock ward somewhere. This might bring you, might, might give you occasion to uh, drop in on off too. Are you interested in having sort of a wish list of things we're going looking for? Uh... I you, I have a general idea already, but if there and I, I knew that Aguam was a potential. Yeah. So we'll, the way we can do this, however we however we want to do this, you guys can steer the ship, and I will narrate what happens. My only thing is that I want to do shopping before the research because I want to buy something that might help with the research. Sure. So um, as we walk out of Rashal's, who wants to do something next? If research is going to happen after shopping, what other shopping do we want to take care of? I wanted to go to Coraline's Crown. You can go over to Coraline's Crown. You uh, push through the door and you walk into a very... uh, It's like walking into a greenhouse and you just get that scent of humidity and earth and plants and just a light floral note on top of everything that you realize having been out in the fall, the late fall streets of Waterdeep was just so missing from your day-to-day. This reminds you of home a little bit. Um, I let Newt run around and hops off my shoulder. Enjoys the humidity. Um, can I look around and see if any of the plants remind me of the moon plants? Uh, absolutely. Make an investigation check. Five. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's easy. Fuck you. <laughs> at a glance, um, and that experience of being in the moon zone was so striking. You grew up in a swamp that had probably types of plants that still haven't been classified, like Lurian and Luirin are a very strange and magical realm due to the events of the Spell Plague and what transpired afterwards. Basically, that basin was flooded for, like, 50 years by, mad, like, toxic, magical waste. And as it drained and things sort of went back to normal, that magic permeated the land. And there's all manner of strange plants and animals in Lurian. And um, those new plants that you saw, you've never seen anything like it. Okay. And you don't see anything like it here. Uh, Hello? Oh, hello. I'll be right there. You hear a voice sort of from the back uh, and then you hear like a a pot broken and just like, oh shit. Are you okay? (laughs) Fine, yes I'm fine. Do you you want some help? No, I'll be right there. Alright, I'm just gonna continue to walk through the the trees and enjoy the na- or plants and enjoy the nature while I wait. What 
are you going to be asking of Fala? Um, if she knows what a moon plant is and has any advice on how to learn more about them or any tips for like propagating or any general info. So, stri- sorry, I just want to console. I know I have notes on Fala somewhere and I want to... Wasn't, she's one of the people we talked to after the explosion, I think? Yeah, I feel yes. like we've talked... Okay, yeah. too much time looking for it. Uh, Fala walks out. They are tall, slender, wood elf, long braided hair. It's a simple braid, but it goes like down to the ass crack. And um, I will say Fala is like very clearly in this ambiguous gender space. They very clearly are presenting in a gender non-binary way. Um, And as they come out, they have dirt all down a smock, and uh, they're wearing gloves on their hands, thin leather gloves. There's some dirt smudged on their face, and they look and they say, uh, "Oh yes, um, you you live down the down the way at that um, the the beat up place." Yeah, uh, that's our house. I, yes, how are you all doing since the uh, the fireball that happened? Oh, you know, like that's that's so long ago. I can't even. We was like, it was like five days ago. That was like not long ago. That was, it was it was more than five days, but it was maybe uh, maybe like ten days, a little more than ten days. Was Julian here? Yeah, yeah. Julian was there for that. And I've also like gone to. Julian's had a crazy time. Julian's had a crazy time. Yeah, we're good. Um, <laughs> I am blown away that uh, she's asking that question, but. Uh, they're asking that question. Do you know what a moon plant is? A moon plant? Um, you know, I've heard of moon plants. They have a collection of them at the House of the Moon, I think. I've never seen it. They usually only allow high-ranking members of the church to go and view the moon dome, but I have heard rather extraordinary things. They're, uh, to my understanding, plants that grow with the blessing of Saloon, rumor is that they grow on the moon itself. Um, I Information is hard to come by. Uh, I do get the sense, though, that the, the Church of Saloon probably has a good idea of um, what it is that they do, or they, they certainly must have a purpose for growing those plants. Yeah, yeah. Um, she rolled pretty high. She rolled pretty, they rolled pretty high. They rolled pretty high. That's good information. Uh, I have some. Do you want to see it? What? Uh, yeah, yes, I, w- I want to see. I want to see. Uh, how? Um, well, one of my friends is a very high-ranking person at the House of Saloon. Okay. Oh, wow. Um... <laughs> 
I'm just so excited about them. I want to show somebody. Yeah, they're a little, like, you know, excited and flustered, and it's... You know, it's like someone walked in and was like, yeah, I'm, you know, my friend's the Pope. And, <laughs> and it's like, okay. But, yeah, my, my friend's really important, too. So. Um, I pull out a piece of moss that I collected. Um, they, there's a moment where reflexively they just sort of grab at it, but they stop midway and look at you and are like, yeah. Yeah. And just ever so gently they take, how, how would you say you collected this moss? Um, I think I found a rock that had moss on it. So you took like the little rock. Excellent. Yeah. Um. Kept the they kind of Keep cradle this yeah. rock like it is a newborn hamster in their, <laughs> in their hands, and they're just like I love that saying. Newborn <laughs> hamster. Um. Hold on one sec. You see they lean sort of close to it and they just whisper, what languages do you know? Um, thieves can't, very, very minor bit of Sylvan and Kanye. Yeah, you don't recognize this language. You, it's not Sylvan, I will say that. You know, you've heard enough Sylvan at this point to know that this isn't Sylvan. Okay. And um, as they sort of whisper, you just see the moss sort of like reinvigorated. It had gotten a little bit uh, muted and uh, just like dehydrated, it seems, from you carrying it around for a few hours outside of its preferred environment. But upon whispering a few words, the moss sort of reinvigorates, almost like someone's just inflated it lightly, and little glistening drops of light appear on the ends of just small little fronds. How did you do that? Oh, I just... I just encouraged it to wake up a little bit. I, I don't think it likes being out in the sunlight or indeed the cold. Okay. Can I, can I, uh, do I have the power to wake it up and encourage it? Um, what spells do you know? Nothing of that nature. Oh, he's chewing on your bag. I don't know if you know it. It's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> just teething. No, um, actually teasing, but like, no, no harm being done. Yeah. It's just, uh, sorry. Julian's um, just super excited that just there's someone else to geek out about this Fala looks at you and says, well, <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to do precise, precisely what I just did, but everyone has it within them to care for and propagate plants. Yeah. This, to me, though, is new. Would you be willing to make a trade? Not yet. I'm not quite done with this plant. I want to learn more about it, but I'm happy to... Perhaps we could... Work together. Work together, yes. I I don't... Do you believe you have the correct space to keep this alive? What kind of space do you think I need? Well, I also want to do an inside check on. Yeah, make an inside check. Knowing what I know about the moon dome, which isn't much, uh, I assume that they're trying to recreate a very specific climate. So, can you tell me what you saw and remember of that space? How did it 
feel to you? How, uh, what was the quality of light like? Um, were there any other noticeable elements in space? Oh, you're asking all the right questions. Um, I rolled an eight on the insight check. On an insight check, uh, Fala is very obviously interested. You can't tell whether that interest is greedy or um, pure in the sense that they just want to learn more, like a, a true student's vibrancy of just wanting to like learn and help and grow. Um, you don't get the sense that there's anything evil or untoward happening, but you're not sure if in giving this plant to Fala, um, you're basically giving it away. Yeah. Even if you were to work on it. That's what you get with me. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if I could recreate it. Um, do you have a space where you could recreate its environment? Well, first of all, I want you to make a survival or nature check, your choice, to remember that space and see if you can remember any of the uh, conditions that might have been supporting it. I got a 10 on a nature check. Okay. Uh, with a 10, you definitely remember the dome itself, which was giving off a very uh, notable quality of light that was like that of a full moon, sort of constantly. Um, Temperature-wise, it was not uh, not like frigid cold, not like the um, like 30 degree, 40 degree temperatures of uh, water deep in late fall, but it was definitely somewhere just a step above that. It wasn't warm. Um, there was humidity in the air. It wasn't bone dry or anything like that, but it wasn't, uh, wasn't a rainforest either. Um, you don't remember anything much beyond that. Uh, <clears throat> there may have been other things going on in that space, like you don't remember the soil type that these plants were growing in. You don't remember, you know, there's something magical about them very obviously, and you're not sure if there's any other condition needed to propagate that effect. Uh, but you communicate all of this, and Fala says, oh, I can I can definitely put these up in a portion of my uh, greenhouses above that could essentially create the same conditions. I... Um, Creating the moonlight might be a little tricky. We are, yeah, uh, we are on a on a new moon tonight. It will be dark. Um, at this, they sort of relinquish the stone, or they offer the stone back and say, "I would happily look after this because I do think it will need close care now that it's removed from its uh, previous environment, its natural environment." Um, if you want to provide that care, I will not stop you, but, um, and you can tell they're like trying to be polite here, even without an insight check. They're just like, but I would be most pleased if, uh, if you wanted me to look after it and they hold it out, but they don't give it back. Um, I pick it up. Gently, not in a mean way, um, and look at it. 
this is so tough. Um, get it directing. Why don't we make a deal and sign on it, and then you can keep it in your garden and your greenhouse for us to work it out together. That sounds most agreeable. Um, how do you want this deal to work? Well, um, I think you could provide the space for the moon plants to be studied and kept in its preferred environment, and um, in turn, we get to study it together. Um, the one thing that I think is important is that you don't share the moon plant and we only work together on this and uh, I'm not ready to share it quite yet so I hope you don't share it with other people I will respect that much Um, much of my work I do for myself and the uh, potions and bombs that I create and you can see that this shop doesn't there aren't they aren't displayed the way that a shop normally might with just a lot of like merchandising and branding and like clear signage, but all around the shop on various shelves, sort of behind leaves, like put in very specific types of locations are just small bottles, vials, um, jugs in some instances that seem to contain potions, various types. Um, I have a lot to learn from this as well. So it will take some time, but I will respect your wishes not to share it with others and consider this a partnership. Great. Um, how often do you want to meet to discuss this? Well, I live, you know, like across the street. So probably regularly. Um, Do you want to it looks like Newt's really enjoying or? it in here, so it might be nice for us to come in somewhat regularly. Yes, he's, he's quite adorable. I've never seen a Newt quite like that before. He's so Large. special, isn't he? Newt rolls Plus. over and asks for belly rubs. <laughs> oh, it just gets a little, little scratchy scratch. I'm like an iguana, and somebody is insisting it's a newt. And they're like, wow, I've <laughs> never seen a newt like that before. Um, yeah, I want to says a few magical words and gestures that you recognize to be the speak with animal spell. And she says a few words to newt. And. Newt sort of looks back and just like moves a little bit and Fala laughs and is like, oh, he's got a good sense of humor. What did he say? Did he tell a joke? It was sort of, it wasn't sort of what he said, it was how he said it. Oh, God. I had to be there, didn't I? <laughs> that means he was talking about you. It wasn't about you. I asked him how he was doing and how he likes the, the store and the plants and he seems to like it. He's a fun guy. I love him. Okay, well, I <laughs> will see you tomorrow then. Okay, tomorrow it is. Great. Do you mind if Newt comes in and out with this cold weather? He's getting a little scaly and... He's a welcome guest here. Yes. Okay. Um, I do want to remind you of Bug Table. 
there's a very real thing that's going to probably pull you away from the city in the next day or so. Does Julian know that, or is Julian going to try and come back tomorrow regardless? Um, were we trying to go places tonight? Not tonight. No. Yeah, not really. Okay. Uh, so you, you make plans to meet tomorrow morning. Um, it'll be then again, maybe. It's fine. <laughs> Julian doesn't know this right now. Julian doesn't know in the moment. Julian, uh, leading with plans. his heart, definitely wants to come back tomorrow and learn more about this and new plans. Okay. Um, Julian leaves feeling like he made a new friend. Definitely. And Paula uh, is lovely. Great. Um, Yuri, you had something you wanted to shop for. Hell yeah. Me too. Me too. Some magical bows. Magical bows. Where do you want to commence this search? The bow shop would be yeah. a nice place to start. You want to go to the bent nail? I love yeah. that bikes. I love that guy. Okay. Uh, you walk over to the bent nail <clears throat> and uh, going through the front door, you find Tally, Tally. behind the desk. He is jointing something. He's got like a little work area behind this desk. It's not where he does most of his work, but there's enough for him to sort of finish projects and uh, apply varnishes and coats of like stains and stuff like that. And he seems to be doing that sort of work right now on a uh, a wooden bolt. He looks up and is like, and goes right back into his work, doesn't say anything, just like acknowledges with a small smile that he knows you. And uh, after like a couple more seconds, he's like, "Oh, if, if you need something," <laughs> and goes back to his bowl. <laughs> uh, good day, Tally. Uh, me and uh, my friend Rumble here are looking for some um, fine bows. Yeah, and he looks at the wall with the bows on it. So I should—they're um, the same bows, fine as ever, oh, as yeah. before. Um, I've got long bows. I've got short bows. <laughs> Um, is there something, are you looking for a specific type of wood or length or? I'm looking for something elvish in quality. Uh, I know those are hard to come by sometimes, but do you have anything made by? Tally is a half elf. Oh, awkward. (laughs) (laughs) You say that and he, like something in his countenance sort of drops and give me an insight check. Because I'm a high elf, so that was like. Really fucking rude. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is like some racist shit. Sorry, I'm only racial. Looking for something that was just an aggression. Can I rewind time? If you want to, if you want to, you see his countenance drop, and without even making that insight check, you know you've said something. Okay. Everyone, very good. Doing it for the story. Yeah. Could I tally? Do you have anything uh, of pure <laughs> blood, Ella? <laughs> <laughs> uh, elf to elf, uh, I've noticed <laughs> like fine, beautiful elvish. Uh, I'm not a half elf. So, I'm not an elf. We're, we're all. Rewind it again here. We're all just vibing and thriving here. I got like one the long Half elf. Do you have anything magical in nature? <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. I occasionally will have um I will I will get one of my products enchanted. Um mm. I could seek out that service and try to achieve a, a specific product you're looking for, but at the moment what I have here is all of fine craftsmanship, but not um it's not magical. I see. I see. Uh, what would it cost, or what would that process look like to have one of these enchanted and a, above table? Can Yuri enchant things? Uh, make an arcana check. Don't you need like an artist to serve. Oh, that's true. Nineteen. Mm. You know that you don't have what you need to do it now, mm-hmm. but you have this innate sense that. It is a wizard's business to make magic bend to your will. And if you bend your mind to this task, you could do it. So I could probably do it myself. You're not sure how long it would take, how much it would cost, or any of those things, but it is inherently wizardly to lead with confidence and know that these things are achievable. And this is the <laughs> work fair. of a wizard. Okay, I feel like I should do that. From I mean, reality. Get up in your books. It's tough because we're rich right now, so I could just be like, do it for me. Oh, but you don't want to change your roots. I don't want to change my roots. I would also say at the 19, you know that enchanting, especially <laughs> putting a, like, a permanent effect onto something, mm. usually takes time. Mm-hmm. Usually, the time you put in is reflected in the strength of the enchantment. Cool. Would you, Jack, recommend I take on this adventure? For I cannot make that recommendation. <laughs> I can't make choices for your character. All right. But you guys have a lot of money, so you could buy this sort of thing, or you could endeavor to learn how to do it. I think Yuri could get better value per gold for something that's not a weapon for himself. That's true. For example, a couple of the items Chompa is going to buy. What I would say, the obvious trade-off here is, and you would be very cognizant of this, being a chronomancer, it is time. Mm -hmm. Gold will get you something expediently. Magic will... Enhance, deepen, and enrich your wizardly practice, Mm. but it will take time. That's the that feels more eerie. Taking the time, taking the time. Okay, that's time. I'm just looking for your finest uh, longbow. Oh, <laughs> well, my finest longbow, and you see, at, like maybe for the first time, Tally gets a little bit more uh, like confident and comfortable. He pulls down a bow from the wall that is made of like intertwining bands of ash and yew wood that have delicate carvings all from the top that are both like decorative, but you can tell they're like providing in just the right places thickness for resistance and in just the right places thinness for flexibility. This is a very, very finely crafted longbow. Um, it's one longbow. It's one longbow. It's 
exactly what I was looking for. Ashen you would, you said. Beautiful. Oh my it's, god. It's his name yeah. again? Her bow. Shopkeeper. Oh, tally. 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 This bow would cost you 100 gold pieces. In addition to its functionality as a longbow, it is beautiful. It is a bow that you need to name if you mm. own it. It's perfect, Tali. Uh, it's everything I could have dreamed of. And I'll say this as well. You know the wood that it's made of, you know the general style, but it's up to you to decide what those carvings look like exactly. I'm not going to set that in stone. You can. And you should name it. Can I get a, a, a quiver and arrows as well? Oh, he, he'll throw that in. You get, like, the basic store quiver that comes with any purchase of a bow. And he'll give you, yeah, and he'll give you uh, ten, ten arrows to go with it. So, like, with Rumble, do you have to, like, count the arrows that you use and, like, retrieve them? Yeah. And so you get to, if you want to, the thing is, I mean, there's, like, a... A point. There's a needle I'm trying to thread here as a DM, which is arrows are a thing that cost money, so they shouldn't just be like an infinite resource. Yeah. But I also don't want it to get to this point where I'm like, "Did you knock off those five arrows? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How are you going to shop them?" So, like, honor system. Cool. Keep track of arrows. I keep track. Um, and you can retrieve them if the targets are close enough afterwards. Uh, if you tell me that you want to recover arrows, I'm going to have you make a survival check. And based on the strength of that check, you'll be able to recover so many arrows. Sure. Cool. All right. I'll mark off 100 gold. But if this is a fun thing for you to do, it's a fun thing for me to do. So I don't want to close it. But Wait, so we did we split up some party loot? Cause yeah, so we, we improperly sure. divided the party loot, and so everybody should have 2,000 more. Gold pieces. So I should have 5,000, so it should be 7,000. I have that Discord yeah. in here. Am I, I'm not getting money. No, I mean, that was what we decided. Right. But yeah. there was some held in reserve for Chuck? No? Yeah? Here's what I've got on the data you sent out. You're adding 10,000 to the party loot. Yeah. And hmm. everyone gets... 5,000 plus the 2,000. So right, everyone should have 7,000 personal. But do we want to save some for Chuck? Is the Slash, 7, do we want to just saving? give some it to Sawyer here. and say Sawyer can do whatever Sawyer wants with this gold? It, Chuck is in this text that you said. Chuck okay. is in the Discord text, yeah. So I want to say... So, but then I, <laughs> divide, I did the math wrong again because that's six people, right? Am I crazy? If you're putting 10,000 into party loot, you should be dividing 40,000 by 6. And that is what everyone gets. Great point. Yeah. And that's... Um, 40,000 by 6, you said? Yeah, it's going to be like 7,500, I think. Something like that. Oh, right. I was saying we give everybody another 2,000, which would be taking 2,000 total out of the 10,000. So 8,000. It's 6, 6, 6, 6, Suspicious um, number. Six, 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 you just said that that's... Yeah, but, oh, but we put 5,000 right, in. Right, we already added 5,000 plus 1666. 
Right? I'm confused. Yeah. yeah. I, haven't, I haven't added anything okay. from the 12th of July. Okay. Yeah. If you've added nothing, then you get 6,666 6, gold pieces. Okay. And 66. And 0.66 gold pieces. 66 copper pieces. No, that's 6.6. So it would be 6, six silver, 6 copper. One You're point right. that I would love to make is that six silver and copper. in this world, I'm going to say approximately 40 coins is a pound. Yeah. True. Mm. So if you're carrying around this big money, you're I carrying am. around many pounds. I'm over my carrying Currently, I am, I, am, I am too. Unconscious. This, this doesn't <laughs> present more non I'm carrying 84 pounds. I mean, because currently it's all in the bag. So. It's all it's all in the back. So I'm gonna say for now, it's very reasonable for you all to have pocket money that is not in excess of any massive weight that would slow you down or whatever. But there is the lingering question of you've got a bag with a fuck ton of gold in it. <laughs> and uh, where is that bag now? On Choppa? Okay. So that bag is on Choppa. Oops, so we could buy stuff and I could run back and grab some money from dad. I thought we were all still together at this I point. At least the three of us, Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would like to go to a bank and open a joint checking account. Okay. <laughs> I would like a Roth IRA, I don't know please. how much you want to roleplay that, but is there, so, is there a financial institution... That offers credit of such? There are banks. Um, credit doesn't yet exist in this world. Start a bank. Debit is fine. We got capital. Yeah. yeah. We can start loaning um, money. Bank checks. Uh, yeah, let's you, become a bank. Yeah. You can definitely, definitely get... The, so the way this will work is if you put your money into the Bank of Waterdeep, mm-hmm. you can go to the Bank of Waterdeep and withdraw money. You can, if you are not at the bank of Waterdeep, go to a town within the Lord's Alliance, which Waterdeep is a part of, and go to their bank and ask them to send a wire, a magical wire, to Waterdeep to see how much gold you have in that bank, and they will give it to you. Mm -hmm. So you can, this is, you know, we don't need to, I don't want to go too deep into banking because I'm not sure if that's what this party wants, but um, (laughs) needless to say, uh, you can get money if you store a lot of money in a bank. There are cities within the Lord's Alliance that you can pull that money out from if you're traveling. Otherwise, you're going to have to go to the Bank of Waterdeep and Waterdeep to get gold. Sure. Cool. Great. I Wonderful. would like to go deposit. I'd like to buy some crossbows first. Crossbows? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can do that with uh, with Tally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, so we're still shopping. we're still in tally shop. Yeah. Sure. I'm just looking longbow to inventory. Just regular longbow. You can add a regular longbow, but if you want, you can. There, there are certain things that might come along with this bow um, that are not magical in nature, but are like role playing elements. Um, having such a beautiful weapon might, in certain instances, grant you a bonus to charisma or. Like respect, like if you're around a bunch of elves and you've got a sick bow, those elves are going to clock and be like sick bow. 
Um, first thing I looked at when I typed in beautiful longbow was this. It's Elvin as fuck. It's in stock. Uh, it's it's similar to that. Do you have anything yeah. Elvin in design? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anything there. Thank God I reversed time on that one. Um, so, um, definitely <laughs> say that. Uh, I'm going to start just like uh, telling you how much time these various yeah. tasks will take. Yeah. So, we started mid-morning uh, going to Fala and finishing up Rashal. That whole thing only took about a half hour. Within that half hour, you guys can go to uh, Tally to get your various weapons. We come back now as Rumble is asking Tally for what? Tally, I'm looking to downsize. I have Old Faithful here. Obviously, pretty heavy. Heavy crawl? That's a... Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm looking for something more handheld. Do you have any hand crossbows in stock? Oh, certainly. I have a, a, I have a range of hand crossbows. Cut uh, range. If you... Hey. <laughs> Your friend is funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I do Chop have a... Chocolate looks at her like... Okay. I have hand crossbows. Uh, yeah, I'd like... Um, I'm trying... Uh, I'd like two. Two? Oh, two. Yeah, one sure. lefty uh, and righty. I... I you guys are spending a lot of money right now. Um, normally that would be 150 gold pieces, but uh, I can do 140. 140 sounds fair. You're making me give you. Gotta look out for neighbors, right? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Gotta support the local economy. Um, do you have you have a selection of woods? Oh, sure. Something dark. Buy one, get one. Like the one, and I bought the one. I want to spend a little more. This is more of a fashion thing. I do have this fine ebony uh, hand crossbow. You have like six thousand gold. I I think it could pair nicely with this bleached um, bleached real wood. Ooh, with a light and dark. Yeah, uh, uh, if that's the sort of thing you're into. Aesthetically um, appealing. Is there a, a color scheme that you're trying to try to hit? You know, I like I like I like what you're putting up there. I I, uh, I trust your eye. <laughs> so you, you, being exotic materials, this would cost you a little more, similar to uh, your yeah. friends. Folk. Yeah, but um, if you wanted to buy the pair, mm. it would be. I'll, I'll give you a little discount. It would be 190 190 Yeah, yeah. You know, we just I recently came into a little bit of coinage. So Great. happy to happy to spend it here. Uh, so you have these two fine hand crossbows. Similarly, they deserve a name. Yes. Perfect. I need to think on that. I'm so excited. Humble Excelsior. and Bumble. Humble and Bumble. <laughs> yeah. Um, my turn. Man foot. <laughs> <laughs> Rumble, bramble man. Also, I feel like I did b- Bumble's underboob. <laughs> Somewhere in my notes. Um, Bumble underboob, yeah. Alright, uh, anything Mr. else you want to do at Tally's shop? Just thank them. Yeah, thank you for always. always. They just sell uh, regular... <clears throat> Weapons, yeah, right? No magical. Uh, all basic yeah. bows, shields, things that would reasonably be made uh-huh. of wood. What was it? it was bleached. Uh, right. Bleached weirwood. Weirwood. Bleached weirwood. Weirwood. Gonna have to update the Hero Forge model. Wonderful. I love wood. Yeah. Giving Davis some wood, 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 wood,
I'm gonna try, I want to get my... I'll reprint everything somebody buys a file for. Now, I can't do magic. And, oh, I can't do magic, but I can't enchant things. I'm willing to spend coin on an enchanter. Sure. If there is one nearby that's worth it for the ranger. You don't know one offhand, but we can roll a couple to see if you notice one as a city or have knowledge of a bigger one. But you know that there's not one immediately on the north board near this So you can roll an investigation or history if you want to try and find someone to do that service for you. Cool. I'm going to roll an investigation. Nope, they're both really bad. I have a gold suit. Uh, 13. I'm going to say with the 13, you haven't come across an enchanter in your travels so far. And you're, you know, you're nothing's, nothing's pinging. Sure. I'll keep an eye out, ask around. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm interested in going and um, talking to Thought. You can also just go for a walk about. I'm going to say that too. You could, you could go uh, spend, it would, it would cost you time, but you could do that. I'm interested in talking to Thought, who might know about uh, magical such things, so perhaps we speak with them, and then, if not, then uh, you and I and anybody else who's still looking for items can go about the city. I have not much to do. It's like magic curios and trinkets, I believe, right? Yeah. Under the sword. The satyr. I would like to join in on this trip. Yes. Yeah. Anybody who'd like to buy uh, magical items, wondrous items, uh, etc. We're going to Thor's findings. Come on. Buy magic? Thor's marketplace? Let's go see the magic. Thor's, 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 Thor's. Okay. Um, So, you go to... Thorts, and let me put on the Thorts music. I've never had money in this game before. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying Wait, like, yeah, I said that was 190. Yeah. 190 gold pieces for that. Take headshots for his modeling portfolio. Um, Yuri. So let's spend it while we got it. Yuri, I wanted to talk to you because I think you specifically might be interested in buying some of the same things as me. Um, so I thought we might want to coordinate so we get different colors, so we're not like super matchy matchy. You know, Charlie dog. That's right. Um, I just thought you um, could use a bit of protection, and yeah. I don't wear armor, so um, anything to keep the shine on the old shell would be good for me. I can stop teleporting behind you. Some varnish. Oh, some shell wax. Oh, I should talk to turtle wax. They call it. I should talk turtle to Jedediah. Zedekiah. It's early. Um, <laughs> goes by Zed for short. Zed Z. Z Man. I bet he's got some good, <laughs> some good wax. Um, that is so wow. Jedediah. 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 Son. What are the other two? Cat sitting some neighbors. So you arrive at Undiver Thort's shop, Thort's findings, in the repurposed head of one of the giant walking yeah. statues of Waterdeep. Oh goodness, it is a walking detail that always gets forgotten, I think. This shop does exist within a hollowed out gigantic statuary head. God, I love this store, but the walk up the stairs kills me every time. I had a great time as I'm hanging off. Oh, that's. (laughs) I thought it felt off balance. I mean, I walked up here. Uh, hmm. 
Um, Greetings. I have a few uh, items I'm interested in purchasing. I wonder if you might be able to find me a... Um, Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, I've got a bit of a shopping list. Here, why don't I just hand it to you? And he hands him a little slip of paper. What is on your shopping list? It says, Cloak of Protection? Question mark. Pearl of Power? Exclamation point. And Sentinel Shield. Can I add something to the list? Sure, sure. Do you have any moonlight? Hmm. I like you. Cool. I like your questions. More, more fun. Um, let me see what we've got around the shop. Let me see what we've got around the shop. I'm going so, to percentile. I'm going to roll percentile dice to see if these items are currently in the shop. So first off is, is this the. For yeah. Is this will potentially be multiple? I also um, for, for the specific things that you're looking for, rolling a percentile mm-hmm. die. So first one. Um, I guess what I meant was maybe people should let you know if they also want like a cloak of protection and then you can roll multiple times for that one. And there's only a chance that it, it, if it's on the list, it, multiple people can't look for it. It's like it's either in the shop or it's not. And if there's one, I'll say we can roll a follow-up to see if there's more than one. Cool. So raise your hand if for any of these you also want them. I mean, I guess... Yeah. Here, let's go down the list and we'll, we'll yeah. deal with the yeah, yeah. So first off, what, what should I roll for? Cloak of Protection. Do you want high or low? I want high. All right. Cloak of Protection gives you a plus one bonus to AC and saving throws while you wear the cloak. It requires attunement. Okay. Just so... Uh, I haven't had a Cloak of Protection in here for a number of years. Damn it! How about a ring? The Ring of Protection. Rings of Protection, a little harder to find. It's higher low. so small. Have a look at Wait, higher low? Higher low. Low. No, no Rings of Protection now either. People always want those sorts of items. They go fast. Yes, I, be, I can understand why. Very just universally applicable. How about any varnish that works like... You're looking for something protective. Yes. Ireland. Is this an armor shop? Hi. This is a a magical... So it's called Thort's Findings. Thort was an adventurer. Mm. This is a store that he started by just putting in stuff that he came across in his adventures. Mm. And over the years, he's acquired more as people have traded with him. And, you know, you open a magical curio shop, magical curios come to you. Sure. Um... Something protective. Higher low. Hi. Not a lot in the ways of protection here right now. You might be better off looking for an armor of some some kind. How about uh, any pearls of power? Pearls of power. Higher low. Uh, Low. Well, this pearl is on your person. You can use an action to speak its command word and regain one. Expended spell slot of uh-huh. third level or lower. Pearl of power. I don't have one now, but I know where one can be found in the city. Oh, um, do tell. Well, 
Do you want me to acquire it and then sell it to you, or do you want me to um, give someone else business? <laughs> uh, fair point. I see what you're saying. Um, how? Give me a timeline here. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I want it, but I want to know what we're talking about. Pay me 10 gold, and I'll tell you where it is. Otherwise, I'm at the mercy of that person's schedule. Sure, I understand. Well, we're all friends here, and Chopper will pull out a platinum piece and put it on the table. Right. I wouldn't want to put you out. You want to go to the basic course? Excuse me? You want to go to the basic horse. Basic horse? Basic horse. The basic horse. Oh, that makes much more sense. <laughs> Not a mayor Wait, horse. Does it though? Like a the mayor? <laughs> See um, what I told you. Wait, I, I'm not horses. familiar with it. Mayor horses. Just look for a horse drinking a pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte. It's a smaller yeah. shop yeah. in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. It's not all for us. I a working relationship with them because I'm interested in those things myself. Uh, if anyone's going to have a pearl of power, it is Mort. Much appreciated thought. I'll go speak to Mort. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone thinks that's so funny. <laughs> well, look, if I paid you a platinum piece, I get to at least make that joke. Um, <laughs> how about a sentinel shield? Parallel. Uh, low. Yeah, I actually do have a sentinel oh. shield. See, less common. <laughs> Trained <laughs> shield <laughs> user. Um... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's one of those bad boys go for? He goes uh, uh, across the shop, and you see that there's a, um, a suit of armor, an interesting suit of armor, uh, that is holding a shield. And he just sort of takes the shield off of that arm, and... Uh, puts it on the counter in between the two of you. It is wooden with iron banding and there's a sigil in the very center of it of a sort of a geodesic design um, that also sort of looks like an eye. It's like a very geometrically rendered eye. Almost like some sacred geometry shit. Yes, very nice work here. I think if I were to do a little work and and uh, inlay my emblem for Saloon into this shield, it could work quite nicely. Um, yes, as I said, uh, what would that put me back? Make... Mm. Is there any sort of um, local small business discount or um, <laughs> friends and family, you know? Neighbors. Right, make exactly. A, uh, make a persuasion check. Eleven. Uh, I'm trying to find a table really quickly. Hold on. I think 
and Xanathar's guide to everything. Well, well, they don't put prices in those. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I tried to look up if a... the information existed without like actually looking it up. Yeah, I have a. Um... Oh, look at all your little ladybugs. Sass has a lot of ladybugs. Especially for you would be an amazing download. But also good if you need to revisit by somebody. Right, exactly. Um, it gives you extra spell slots. It gives you one extra spell slot up to third level. Damn. It's been expended. <clears throat> so you can like recover it. Exactly. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> Sorry. What was the uh, persuasion check? Um, the persuasion check was an 11. I mean a 10. 3,000 gold. I mean a 9. <laughs> 3,000 gold. 3,000 gold. Can I roll an insight check just to know, like, how reasonable of a price that is? This one. <laughs> Big money. 16. Best I've rolled out of all these ones so far. So, what you know is that the Arcana rule is just to understand the Sentinel Shield itself. Mm-hmm. Um, Sentinel Shields are valuable for several reasons. One, uh, it is a permanently enchanted item, which means that once you have it, that enchantment is kind of stably going to exist. It's also valuable because, unlike a lot of uh, or some magical items, you don't need to attune to it, which means you aren't using up an attunement mm-hmm. slot, which means that it is a very valuable thing. Um, 3,000 gold, you think, based on the insight check, which is to read his cues, is he, like, screwing you over or what? Hard to read. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is pricey. Uh, beautiful. I just... No, on the one hand, it's sort of my whole thing, the shields and the wisdom and the <laughs> perceiving. On the other hand, it's like half of the money I just got. Um, hmm. How much if you... Okay, I listen, I know... I can always do try. Another, it's a great idea. But just... I wonder if you could include in the ten gold I've already paid you. 
how much do you think Mort would sell a Pearl of Power for? I can tell you how much I'd sell one for. Fair enough. How much would he sell one to you for? Who's rolling? I didn't need to. <laughs> I would be selling a Pearl of Power for 2500 2500 that's not unreasonable. Again, a very powerful item. I'll tell you what. Um, I'm going to think about it. I try not to make hasty decisions. You know, don't want to rush to things. Slow and steady. But it is a lot of gold. And he starts to put the shield back up with the uh, suit of armor. I'll come back by tomorrow morning, if it's for me. I will hold it until the afternoon. I, I mean, if somebody else comes in and offers you 3,000 gold pieces for it, I can't fault you for making the sale. Um, but, uh, was there anything else people are looking for? I've always had a dream of owning this, um, of finding one, and it's probably uncommon to find, but I was wondering if you had a broom of flying. Whoa. Whoa. <clears throat> High low. Low. Burn the fly. Heard of them. Haven't come across one. Hmm. But I can keep an eye out. If you could keep an eye out, that'd be amazing. And lastly, I was wondering if you had any uh, tomes or spell books that I could study up and learn some new spells. Oh, that reminds me. Scrolls. Scrolls. I'll do. Scrolls and spell books I can help with. I recommend buying a couple scrolls for your like when I'm running out. always like super situational mm-hmm. but like so it's not like preparing every day mm-hmm. but like when you need it you'll really need it that's true like, that's a good point um, I'm gonna try to get a revivify one because that's like it's out of combat so you have time to draw the scroll and not like spend a whole round just getting it ready and that way you don't have to prepare and revivify every day. So scrolls in D&D work kind of like they do in Spanish. It's like a potion. Exactly, exactly yeah. It destroys the scroll and you get a casting of that spell. And you can cast it as long as your class has the ability to cast that spell. So like it, as long as it's a wizard spell that is a level spell that you can cast, you can cast the scroll. If it's a higher level, you can cast it make a check. That's cool. I don't know. But you don't have to have the spell prepared specifically. Which is great for clerics because, like, most of our spells are prepared. Like, that's the whole spell list, basically. Uh, You have a. Do. Uh, Let me resolve the spells and scrolls. Sure. Nico can go first. Fury could just be like throwing fireballs on his broom. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I've got one here. Scroll of water breathing. Alright. That's good. Got a scroll of false life. False life. I know that spell. 
I have a rather pricey one, a scroll of Find the Path. What's that? <clears throat> well, um, you use it, and uh, the spell magically shows the wielder the shortest, most direct pathway to an objective. Mm. Wow. How much is that? Above table, this spell allows you to find the shortest, most direct physical route to a specific fixed location that you are familiar with on the same plane of existence. If you name a destination on another plane of existence, a destination that moves, such as a mobile fortress, or a destination that isn't specific, such as a green dragon's lair, the spell fails. For the duration, as long as you are on the same plane of existence as the destination, you know how far it is and what and in what direction it lies. While you are traveling there, whenever you are presented with a choice of paths along the way, you automatically determine which path is the shortest and most direct route, but not necessarily the safest route to the destination. That, so, potion of, uh, or scroll of water breathing, scroll of false life, scroll of find the path, and there's going to be one more. Uh... A a scroll of wind wall. These sounds are all in the shop. All right. You don't see a bird. (laughs) Um. So, do any of those spells or do any of those scrolls interest you? No, not currently. All right. But, uh, if See, he kind of takes them and tucks them up into a shelf. Thank you, though. And uh, if you come across a broom of flying, let me know. I will, but um, don't keep your hopes up. Rare item. Yeah. So that's something you can um, send away for, potentially. I can put out feelers. Well, it seems a useful item. I'd pay a, I'd pay a pretty penny. Forgot. We might be fighting some hags or witches soon. That's you know, true. <laughs> you could snag yourself a break. Excellent point. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to look the part. Blend in. So the way that'll work is <clears throat> now Thor is actively looking for it. Mm-hmm. Um, based on how long it is before you next go to Thor's findings, when you go back, I'll roll some dice behind here to see if he was successful or not. Based on how rare the item is. It's a good noise. Uh, is there anything else in Thorts that you're looking for? What about the moonlight? The moonlight. Um, I have... I have a moon-touched sword. Cool. Okay. Um... It is a short sword that he pulls. There's like a kind of like weapons and armory corner of his shop that the Sentinel Sentinel Shield is in. And uh, there's one case that has some swords in it. And he pulls out a short sword that when he removes it from the hilt, just gives off a dim glow of pale moonlight. Wow. Can I touch it? Uh, you can certainly touch it. 
<laughs> Sorry. Just gotta look up something real quick. <laughs> what does it do? It's a sword. Um, above table, this is a short sword with the addition that it, the, mag- the damage that it deals is magical. Doesn't have any other bonuses to it aside from the fact that it gets off dim light in 30 feet. Okay. How much does it cost? That is what I'm trying to find. We can all see in the dark. Yeah. True. That's pretty. But it'll make us visible. Oh, that's true. I was wondering if you had, like, an orb that had moonlight in it. <clears throat> an orb? Yeah, actually, I bought something similar today. Uh, you see, he goes to a glass case that has various, like, baubles and spheres and orbs in it, and he pulls out one. Um. It's an LED, a Luna emitting diamond. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a perfect sphere. And uh, he kind of picks it up, and you see him interact with it, and he kind of slowly pulls his hand away, and it just hangs there in, in space and starts to give off a faint glow. I don't know if it's technically considered moonlight. It's got a similar quality to it. Um, Where does it come from? Where'd you get it? That's Chapa laughing, because he's like, that's nothing like moonlight! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sold by sold sort of by a traveling edge wizard. How much does it cost? How much do you want for it? Oh, I'd part ways with this for fifteen million <laughs> pieces. I'd give it to you for a thousand. Hmm. So I'll tell you above table what it does as well. Yeah. Um, it's a small sphere of thick glass that weighs a pound. Uh, if you are within 60 feet of it, you can speak its command word and cause it to emanate light or daylight spells. Um, once used, the daylight effect can't be used again until the next dawn. Uh, you can speak another command word as an action to make the illuminated globe rise into the air and float no more than five feet off the ground. The globe hovers in this way until you or another creature grasps it. If you move more than 60 feet from the hovering globe, it follows you until it is within 60 feet of you. Uh, it takes the shortest route to do so. If prevented from moving, the globe sinks gently to the ground and becomes inactive and the light blinks out. What about something that can capture moonlight? Something that can capture moonlight? Not the whole moon, but just a little bit. I want to steal the moon. I don't want to steal it. I'm not a wizard myself. So I'm not sure how long it takes. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. Yeah, so for moon, moonlight objects, you've got the moon-touched sword <coughs> or this drift globe. Drift uh, globe. No. no. Okay. Is um, anyone else looking for something at Thorts? I am. Uh, you two are looking for something? What are you looking for? A couple things. I, uh, I do a lot of climbing. And, uh, sure. You know, with that falling, scary thing, um, you wouldn't happen to have a ring of feather falling in your inventory. Ring of feather falling? You are bad at falling. But what is the higher low? What are we doing here? Uh, 
basically, there's a percentage chance that he has it. Okay. And when I'm rolling, you're just telling me, do you want a higher number or a lower number? Okay. Basically, like, let's say it was 20% and you said hi. Sure. If you got an 80 or higher, it would happen. Um, hi. I actually do have a ring of things. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm Vegas. Wow. Yeah, it's a little bit of a gamble. Um, <laughs> he pulls out this ring. He's got uh, next to the glass case with orbs and baubles and things. There's one that has like some jewelry, various mm-hmm. kinds of jewelry. This ring looks, uh, it's metallic. It looks, it's silvery with a uh, gold band that runs around it. It's fashioned to look like a feather that is just curled into a ring. Pretty. And uh, the gold part is the, what what do you call the, like, central part of the feather? That, like, hollow part? That that must have a name. Whatever. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And when you fall while wearing this ring, you descend six feet around and take no damage from falling. The central shaft is called the ratchet. Very helpful. Uh, Sure. It's not so easy to come by. I'll pop it. Eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. Hmm. Rackus. Well, fallen has bit me in the ass more than once. I uh, don't want to be fallen. I don't want to be fallen. <laughs> uh, the one time I did fall on someone and saved Chuck's life. But then it died. Uh, well, the <laughs> horse <laughs> just sort of squints and looks at you all and is like, adventurous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the stories we could tell. Um, you know, I'll take it. Deal. And he sort of slides it across the counter to you and holds his hand out for the gold. Great. Chapa, let me, let me in your bag. Oh, of course. I reach in and grab. Is there anything, I think clocks that you have this bag full of gold. He's uh, like, oh, you're old as lot that um, I've been hearing about it all day today. There's uh, stirrings. You all recovered Dagold's hoard, didn't you? That's the need for the cloak of protection. Yeah, good thing I didn't know it when you walked in. He'd be paying twice that price. Well. Do it now. <laughs> Guess I won't ask you to buy anything else here, and I'll close out these tabs. Cool. I'll give you eighteen hundred. <coughs> uh, you can take that gold off. What are you looking yeah. for, Bang Bang? Um, do you have a mechanical bird? <laughs> Say more. I heard one. Spend on it. <laughs> oh, that's the bird. Um, I want. A uh, pet? We'll have a shopping trip. Everyone has one. A new pet. Aww. I don't have a pet. Well, you're a, already a turtle. What's that supposed to mean? You're in touch with your animal nature. So reductive. We're all animals, except you. Certainly more in touch with it than me. I suppose that's true. Uh, hold on one second. 
There's a specific item that I'm looking for that... I don't need it to do anything, but... <laughs> no, I know exactly what this is. I just want to find like the mechanical description for it, so I have yeah. it if you want it. But I can explain it to you. He goes off into the shop, and uh, he comes back with a sort of metallic looking at it looks very obviously constructed like you can see that this is meant to be an egg but you can also see that there's a very clear like crack that has been incorporated into the design and he sort of sets it onto the counter and again whispers something to it interacts a little bit with it and is just like hold on and as he's like saying that it just like cracks open and a rooster pops out and crows very loudly <laughs> and he says this is a um, egg of alarm this what? is not what I meant <laughs> <laughs> oh dear well, this is what you are hearing I <laughs> not a pet shop hmm. Bing Bing you can just hold new if you want I'll have to consult Functionally, with my what this what this does is you can set it up and it acts like the alarm spell. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what that does. Does the I can tell you what the alarm spell system? does. Yeah. Um, you set an alarm against unwanted intrusion. Choose a door, a window, or an area within range that is no larger than 20, a 20-foot cube. Until the spell ends, an alarm alerts you whenever a tiny or larger creature touches or enters the warded area. When you cast the spell, you can de- designate creatures that won't set off the alarm. You also choose whether the alarm is mental or audible. Uh, a mental alarm alerts you with a ping in your mind if you are within a mile of the warded area, and the ping awakens you if you are sleeping. An audible alarm produces the crowing. Um, the in addition to that description that's that's the description of the alarm spell there's something else you can say I'm just trying to pull it to the front of my brain um right oh yeah that's it you, you can use it as like an alarm clock. You can set a time. That is <laughs> you can more set what the I was thinking. Uh, it so it doesn't need to just be a uh, like a trigger. Like you can you can adjust the functionality so that it is an alarm clock or it is a uh, like warning against intruders. Okay. How much is it? Actually, would you trade it for this? And and I pull out the. Um, creepy vampire spear that I took from Des that I never got the stat block for. Oh, yeah. Um, his, his brows sort of raise. Um, I want to be making an insight check on his reaction to make sure that he's giving us a fair deal that would, we have not identified this item. Make an insight check. Me too. Oh, <laughs> it's a one. I'm sitting next to you. It's, it's a two. Damn. I should have rerolled that one earlier. Oops. Uh. 
Your insight? 18. Your insight? Six. Less. <laughs> With an 18, um, I'm just going to use that for this like, whole interaction <clears throat> atmosphere. What you initially read off of him is that uh, he's interested. This is a, an interesting looking item. I will remind you that the spear itself is um, the bottom half of it looks to be made of wood, and that wood is old, gnarled. There are knots in it that are dripping out like black, uh, petrified sap of some kind. And as it goes up, it transitions into a dark, inscribed, runic metal that is uh, likewise... It's It seems to be iron, perhaps, of some kind, but... Um, it's clearly a magical weapon in that you it doesn't have like a fleck of dust on it. It doesn't seem like damaged in any way that a weapon not, normally would be. And as that metal starts to rise up, it splits and comes into a sort of gnarled uh, helix with two grotesque sort of skewer-like points at the end of it. Um, and is there... Did you say there's stuff written on it? Or? There's runes of some kind, yes. <clears throat> mm. Can you read it? Are you okay. asking Thor that? Yeah. Thor regards it and says, I could read it. Are you asking me to identify it, or are you trying to sell it? I would like it to be positively identified first. Appraised. I think that is only practical. Okay. Uh, and he, at this, reaches underneath for a, like, one of those sort of gem appraiser uh, things, puts it on over his head, pulls out another drawer, and pulls a pearl out from it. And you see him sort of affix the pearl into a side of this, um, uh, this head, head here. And then he just sort of, like, with his palm, pops it, and the pearl breaks and the headgear briefly illuminates as he lowers the monocle over his eye and he sort of trains it onto the spear. Part of power, I think. That was a pearl and used in a... Uh, oh, used as a an item that can identify things. Mm-hmm. So I know how spellcasting works. <laughs> it's definitely a uh, magical spear. Um, and it deals, in addition to regular piercing damage, uh, fire damage. Seems infernal in make. Is it evil? Most definitely. Mm. Could be cursed, I'm not sure. Quite rare, rare indeed. Yeah, where'd you find this? Well. Interdimensional hellscape. Oh, um, have you heard of the Blue Alley? Ah! You all went to the Blue Alley as well. They came yes. back. I totally went to the Blue Alley. <laughs> Passage. Any adventure in Waterdeep's got to do it. Yep. Glad you all survived. Mostly. Well, everyone here did. Ah. Mm. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. We're working on it. Too soon. Not, <laughs> not the first and won't be the last for the Blue Alley to claim. Um, no, certainly. But, uh, so what, uh, what's it worth and what would you buy it for? I don't think I'll be buying this. Oh. Well. Don't deal with devils. Fair enough. Learn my lesson. 
Well, since it wouldn't be a conflict of interest, do you know who might be willing to buy it? You could look into traders in, um... Hell? <laughs> no, I'm just totally <laughs> blanking on names right now. Um... One moment, please. I do have a couple of other items I want to ask about. While we're here, I've been looking around. I had some other ideas. Uh, give me one moment. So yeah, she could probably ride him. She could ride him. She's slender. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Sorry, that's been so long. Um, he might be able to find someone in Skullport who would try for this. Skullport. Skullport. I know Skullport. I bet you do. That's Skullport. The underneath one. It's down there. It's like a yeah. pirate town, right? I suppose you're all adventurers. You've made it through the Blue Alley. Um, you'll come across Skullport at some time. It's the uh, the black market city that is in Underground. Connects oh. to the River Saga. Right. I learned about that Never when we were making our backup characters. Yeah, there's um, <clears throat> traders of a certain nefarious intent, you could say, that live down there that might have interest or indeed use of an item that would draw the attention of devils to them, but I don't want that sort of attention. Right, right. 
So, anything else I can do for you? Yes, um, I had a couple, uh, a question about a, um, another item. I'm wondering if you have um, uh, any boots of elven kind. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about those. Rip them off of uh, Frodo's feet. <clears throat> If Choppa had advantage on all <laughs> stealth checks, that would simplify some things. I had some, uh, I had some boots like that not long ago, but I walked out of here. Yeah, nothing in my size. That's always the case. Um, that's understandable. But you know what? Gosh, I really think I might just get that shield. Mm. Ah, oh, heck, let's go for it. Yeah, it goes. <laughs> pulls it down. Um, 3,000 gold pieces, I believe that was the agreed upon price. That is what I said. Any, um, probably no little th- freebies that get thrown in with that. That's fine. No, it's. Uh, you know what, um,. Uh, I'd love to build up the goodwill of some recently wealthy and he sort of looks around while he's over in that sort of weapons and armor section he plucks an arrow out of a quiver and says I'll throw in a magic arrow oh magic magic arrow Uh, how would this work so it'll work in a bow it is a piece of ammunition and it deals magical damage you got any magic bolts lying around sure um, well, I'm, I'm, and he sort of just like gestures at where he just like kind of pulled the arrow out. Like, I've got a quiver of ten uh, magic bolts if you want. Oh, I'll take that off your hands. Yeah, that'll be uh, for the lot. Uh, it'd be three thousand. Boy. I'll hold off for now. Okay. Yeah, Tempting. He, he, doing a, some quick math, he basically just gave you a 300 gold piece piece of ammunition for free. This is a very uh, kind gesture and a seemingly calculated one. Mm-hmm. He's building up some goodwill. He knows that he's got some newly rich customers in his shop and he wants them to come back. What about the chicken? Oh, uh, How much was bolts. the chicken? What'd they do? Uh, just magic damage. I don't think it's any special effects. Effects. No, thank you. Ten. Okay. Do you have anything on moon plants, books, scrolls, information? Sort of scratches his head and wanders over to a little bookshelf that has... uh, You were looking for spell books as well, or something of that nature. Um, He wanders over to that and... uh, he pulls off one book that is not about moon plants specifically, but it is about the moon, sort of the origins of the moon. And it's, it is written in a language that you don't recognize. Um, and he puts it down on the counter and says, I thought ways with this for... 500 gold. What kind of language is this? This I can make out it's celestial. Who speaks that? 
Angels. Sick. <laughs> oh, and me! <laughs> You're an angel. Our angel. Aquan, Celestial. Aquan Celestial in common. Yep. Okay. Can I write this book? You ended up not taking fly, right? Uh, uh, What was the item that we were talking about? A book. A book. Oh. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's about the moon and its oh. origins. Oh, yeah, I can oh. read it out loud. Do you? We can, for bedtime. The yeah. title of the book. Nice. <laughs> I hope everybody else wants to listen to it. The title of the book is Love of the Light. <laughs> Love of the Light? Love of the Light. Okay. I want to make sure it's appropriate. The nerve in the It is written entirely in celestial. There is something obviously magical about its nature, mm. although it would take further research and uh, investigation to determine what that is. It's, it's, both, or what it's, it's love of the light. Love of the light. Isn't that a video game? Dying light? Dying light. Anybody else? I think I'm good here. Um, if you've got spell books and looking for spells, I don't know yet. I've got a couple of questions um, about some stuff perhaps you would like to buy. Um, we've got here um, a small bell that will ring after five minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a five-minute timer. Yeah. Egg timer. Yeah. Egg timer. Not too dissimilar. Similar types of magic between that and the uh, the egg, actually. Well, when you put it that way, yes. Mm. So a it's different flavor. You didn't buy the egg, did you? No. Are you looking to sell or trade? Um. Sell. Although, if you could propose a reasonable trade, or if Yuri is still looking to buy some spell books. Well, trade. Trade. I've already bought something from you, so perhaps we could, um... Or if you have some paint. Put it against the pre-existing cost, or... What's the name of that? It uh, it just says, Small Bronze Bell, five-minute timer. Right. There's also, I'm going to ask him to identify, the silver key wrapped in velvet. Yeah. I have this gem of seed. Which was magic. We found it. (laughs) Yes. That did not come with you. You are looking for it now, and you realize that it is no longer in your Oh, motherfucker. We found the thing that they take off. There are certain (laughs) items that are of the blue alley and can't be. Gotcha. He is one of them. The bell, however, did make it with you, and he would buy it from you for 100 gold. Um, Would we get more in trade? Or at least get a hundred gold pieces worth of trade. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yuri, is there any other spell books you're looking to buy, or what? Yeah, there's some spells I'd love to learn, but I haven't learned yet. Um, I wasn't sure what kind of spell books you had already. He would trade you two potions, common potions of healing, for the bell. Deal. And uh, well, I'll use these for, you know, general party healing as usual. Cleric. Yes. Um, Cleric. You're, you're looking for specific spells. Is that right? 
Uh, yeah. Um, one spell specifically, uh, Flame Arrows. It allows me to enchant my quiver of arrows for an hour. There are some spell books on the shelves. Roll and investigation check. Do you have a creepy spear on your inventory sheet? 26. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that you find a book of uh, just evocation just magic, okay. and he will sell you the page that has flares on it for. What level spell is that? That is a. I'm playing right now. Flaming arrows. It's a third level spell. He would say that page is 500 gold. Yum. Just a page? He's going to rip it out? Also, we're going to level up soon, maybe? How when did we level up last time? Do you guess up? Mm, I don't know. At a landmark. Because I'm going to learn a new spell soon. Yeah, yeah, I don't have XP. We're, we're, we're doing milestone leveling. So. <laughs> yeah. Who's to say? Depends when we do the thing. You know what? Triggers. I'm probably going to learn new spells soon. I'm going to hold off for a little bit. Okay. Because you have some spell books that you've yet to transcribe, I think, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Any more thoughts? Related things. Oh, real quick. Do you know any enchanters in the city? Artificers. I know one. Yes. Yes. They do tell. Just holding up the guy. This shield made my passive perception go up to 21. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I bet the black staff might know some enchanters. Chopo walks outside um, and he's like, <laughs> I know, I know one guy who maybe not the most um, refined <laughs> that sort of thing, but gets the job done. Name of this shop is the Winking Pig. Winking. <laughs> Winking? Winking. Winking. The Winking, winking Pig winking and the Basic Whores? What sort of places <laughs> are you recommending? Horse. Yeah, the Basic Whores. What's the shop owner's name? Elijah. 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 What type of shop is this? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's less... Uh, he describes it as less of a shop <clears throat> and more of a, a wizard for hire. Mm-hmm. That's me. Um, it seems like this person probably does things on commission, but, and like has a bit of a business, but you get the sense that they, they don't like sell a lot of merchandise. Runs it out of his house. Runs it out of his house. Yeah. Uh, where, where in the city? The PA. Probably find this winking. In the dock ward. Dock ward. Fantastic. Well, I'll seek him out at some point. I have a question for Jack yeah. that might be relevant while we're here at Thorts. I have on my inventory an item that we received that is not a specific D&D item called Charm of Restoration. It's toasty bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know what that does? Do we need to get it identified to find out what it does? Remind me where it came from. I, I just need like one more thing to remind me where it came from. Mm-hmm. Totally. I do not have that written down. Oh, you know, it came from uh, Jareth, I think. She went to Jareth. Jareth, that makes sense. Uh, I think it came from Jareth. Um, yeah, well, from Falconer. 
when yeah. we went there before we went to the vault to like get a box. Yeah, it, so the charm is, uh, it allows you to, it, ha- it comes with six charges, hold on. Charm of Restoration has six charges. You can use an action to expend some of its charges to cast one of the following spells. Uh, a, using four charges, you can cast Greater Restoration. Using two charges, you can cast Lesser Restoration. Once all the charges have been expended, the charm finishes. Cool. Was it Jared? I think it was Jared. That definitely sounds right. Somebody had a bagel? Some raisin toast. Some raisin toast. Cool. So I don't need to do anything <laughs> with this here. Um, but that's good to know. Yeah. Is that bacon? Turkey bacon. And oh. the charges don't um, re... No. Once all the charges are used, the charges are used. Cool. <laughs> okay. So we've gotten a few more names of further shops you can go to. Um, is there any more shopping people want to get done? I want to do investigations in the city to find some of those items. Essentially, with Yuri, if you Did you want to follow up by going to the basic course? Yes, that would be the starting point. So it's going, at this point, it's it, to get to Thort and do all of this shopping, it ate up another hour. We are now past noon. It's going to take you another hour to find uh, the basic horse. Which was in which ward? Southern ward. Southern ward. Uh, that's all the way. Well, can we, right? I guess we'll stop in the dock on our way back, maybe. Mm-hmm. To go to... Where's the house of Inspired Names? Uh, Seaward. Seaward. Uh, okay. I might take a cart or something to get up there after. Yeah. Um, I do want to find paint in the dock ward, but can we just, like, say I did that? Possibly? Uh, with time. Yeah. yeah, if you want to spend, uh, roll me a survival check. Or a perception check. I re roll. Re-roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Is it two? It's bad today. Um, seven. You need some questions. Uh, you don't fail. It just takes you more time. You end up walking around the dock ward for about two hours until you find this warehouse, which once you find it, it makes sense. It does not have a lot of signage, but you can walk in and you see that it's sort of a wholesaler of artists' tools. So you can find all of the things that you need at the meet at like a medium low quality and uh, buying that That's set of tools, buying yes. all of the tools is going to cost you 50 gold pieces. I do that. Okay, so you now have painter supplies. Thanks. I think after uh, the last shop that I was at, I would have gone back to the house and started reading. Okay. We're going to get to the research portion of this after we finish the shopping portion of this. You can't is there any 
I have a book that I can read. Oh, I thought you just got the celestial one. No, I have no book. She's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can hold the I mean, book. You can still look, you can still look at the, I mean, the nature of a magical book. Even if you can't read the language, sometimes you can still glean deeper truths mm. from them. Uh, it's just you be interacting with it in a different way than reading it. Um, is anyone else trying to buy anything shopping wise? Mm-hmm. Just the, it's uh, just the house of inspired hands. Inspire these hands. Okay. Uh, um, Proto, roll a yeah. perception check for me. Okay. So, in the morning, Proto went down into the sewers. What were you going down there to do? Um, to kind of be moody for a second. Yeah, get back to the roots, try to find some truth, some greater truth from the muck and sewer water, and try to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Yeah. You know, just like some light essential. Exactly. Get away from the noise, the because also everyone's being followed because sure. of all the press, and Proto hates attention. <laughs> so, yeah, that is, and, and also to try to figure out like how can I get truth for what happened? Do I go like how can I find Gloria? So you're, these are all things that you're trying to do macroly. Yeah. What are you trying to do just in the sewers? You're trying to find truth in the muck. Oh, yeah. And is there anything else? Go like to what? the House of Inspired Hands. You just want to try to get there through the sewers? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, you know how to do that. You can do that. Roll a perception check for me. Um, 21. As you are making your way down the sewers, so you've just descended, and do you know where that manhole is near the house? Yeah, near it's the marked. bed now. Yeah. Yeah. It's marked. You go down into that manhole and you start heading west through the sewers. And it's, you know, a circuitous path. You know that it need be. You get to a point in the sewers where there is a, um, uh, like a central viaduct where several uh, channels meet and descend somewhere lower through a grill, through a grate. And um, <clears throat> you know that this is a good hub to, like, there are hubs like this all throughout the city where it's good to, like, come to go off a different spur in a different direction. And you know you want to be heading west. As you are arriving, you hear noise coming from the south. And it's not voices, it's just footfall. And you know it's heavier than a rat, heavier than some other sort of beast. It is bipedal in nature. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? I would like to cast Detect Thoughts. You do that. What's the range? Um, it is self. That's not helpful. Uh, That's who you cast it on? Yeah. Let me, sorry, let me get up. Detect Thoughts. <clears throat> Because it's a long description that I didn't transcribe. Sure. Okay. It, it is that uh, oh, I can cast focus on my is mind. It something on, you can see or yeah, see it? within thirty feet of you. If um, you can. Okay. I guess what I'm getting at here is, do you need to see the thing to be able to cast it? 
I remember seeing that you... Okay, you can also use this spell to detect the presence of things and creatures you can't see when you cast a spell as your action during the duration. You can search for thoughts within 30 feet of you. Okay. The spell so, can penetrate barriers, but two feet of rock, two inch of any metal other than lead or, sh- or thin sheet of lead blocks you, and I can't detect a creature with an intelligence of three or lower. That does not speak any language. So, um, you let this spell go. You know that further down... Uh, this this sound is traveling from about 100 feet away, so you know it's out of range right now. Yeah. But if you would like to wait until they... They are yeah. traveling towards you. They're coming towards this central hub. Yeah. Uh, do you want I to would, hide, or yes. what do you want to do? I would like to hide. All right, roll a stealth check. Gloom hmm. stalker. Stalking that gloom. I want your boots. Um, That would be a... Uh, come on, math. 24. 17 plus 7. Yeah, 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 24. Um, I really have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to do that. Uh, and I'll tell you what you perceive when, when you're... How, you, you, I'm selfie. I am the channel. <laughs> I am the wall. I am the night. I am the dungeon. Oh, shopping's tiring. I really want a broom inside. Broom. It'll happen. Um, to get to the House of Inspired Hands, I want to take a drag. Oh, cool. I am going to need to go to the bathroom, too, if it comes up. I'm taking a drag. And bang, bang, it's not, taking a drag. Yeah. Yeah. No plot, no plot involved. No. Cool. Great. Expeditious. Does your have a smiley face on it? Adorable. Thank you. Very pretty neat. Hadley did it a few weeks ago. Did the piercing? Whoa. Oh, cool. I've done a ton of piercings, I guess. It used to be their thing. Bringing That's piercing cool. kit to parties. Oh. oh. Wow. Sounds like the cool the cool one to have at a party. Yeah. The cool version of that. No, at a party. Let's see. That I'm is very cool. hesitant. But it worked out well. Did it, was it like parent trap where they took like an yeah. apple yeah. and an ice cube? And then like Didn't you, ice cube, and yes. then you like, and then no, like they close their eyes, and then you're like, "Don't close your eyes." Of course. And then yeah. Yeah, exactly like that. Love that movie. I'm ready. All right. Oh, I love that beer. Do you guys want to be here to hear this or not? Yes. Juice bomb. Bang juice bang bomb. wants to take a dray. Yeah, bang bang wants to take a dray up to the house of inspired hands. Tight. Um, are you? What did I rush in here for? <laughs> to hear what happened. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's gotta be cool. Happening. So sorry. So we are in the sewers here with Proto. Proto, just so we're all on the same page time-wise, Proto came down here in the morning, and uh, at this point, you are off, all off doing errands. You're carrying out all the things that we've already gone through. That is sort of set in into stone. So Proto is down in these tunnels and has cast detect bots and hidden himself in the shadows. You wait. A few seconds go by, and you feel the presence of one mind, and a second, and a third. And you see, slinking through the shadows, speaking only to each other in some sort of Sign language with their hands. Oh. And three drow. No. 
Whoa, sorry. Oh. They oh, come God. into this chamber. They all look at each other. They speak again with this language of hand signals. I can't speak that. And then they head up the tunnel that you just came from. Uh-oh. Was that under common by any chance? The hand was signal. Okay. Okay. Um, I follow them. Roll another song. Yeah, seriously. Um, that would be a nineteen. Nineteen total? Yep. That's enough. <clears throat> How far away are you keeping yourself? Do you want to stay within distance of... So at I'm this point, staying, you're there, you're, you still have to detect thoughts up. Yeah, I'm carrying 20, 20 feet behind them. Are you trying to do anything else with the detect thoughts spell? Yes. Can I know... Can I um, detect what they are communicating to each other or trying to get across? So... Detect thoughts allows you to skim surface thoughts without being noticed or to delve deeper uh, and risk alerting them to your mind reading theirs. Right. Um, With surface thoughts, I'm going to say that you can glean some of what they're trying to say. Yeah. But it's sort of fragmentary because they aren't they aren't forming like actual language. They're just doing this sort of like physical thing. Mm -hmm. You get more a general sense of what it is they're trying to do. And what you... It seems like they are... They were confirming that they're going in the right direction and reaffirming what their goals are once they get out of the sewers. It seems like they're, they're planning to come out of the sewers and they were sort of being like, so you're doing this, right? And I'm doing this. And just sort of like dotting their I's, crossing their T's about what's going to happen once they come out. Um, The details of it are, like, they aren't sharing details. They're just sort of being like, you're going to do what we talked about, right? That's what it's Okay. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Um, Well, I'm going to continue to follow them. And I would like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to try to oh, there's three of them and there's only one of me. Gonna get fucked. Yeah. Just observe. Yeah, I'm just going to keep following them until they leave the sewer. Okay. So, you follow behind them. Are you trying to stay within that 30-foot range or not? Mm-hmm. 
So you follow 30 feet behind. <clears throat> They're traveling in a straight line. There's a a like river of raw sewage running through you. It's not like the grossest stuff. It's mostly just like sort of wastewater. But um, it's providing a little bit of ambient sound. Yeah. And as you make your way along, you're about 30 feet behind, you're staying on one side of this little river, they're walking along the other, so you're kind of staying on one, the other side of this river. Uh, your attention is so finely focused on them that you miss a portion of slime that has sort of leaked from some upper level of these sewers down along the wall and across the floor, and your weight is just ever so slightly misbalance as you tread across it and your foot scrapes in the muck. Two of them keep walking but a third stops and looks back up the passageway. Roll another stealth check for me. And consult your abilities on how, consult your abilities on how you appear in the darkness. Okay. Yeah. Um, no Sorato, just like Because Proto does have some tricks up their sleep. Yeah. Um, I have Umbral Sight. So I'm invisible to any creature that relies on dark vision to see oh. me in the darkness. Right. Um, but I have dark vision up to 60 feet. Um, so this person turns uh, and looks I up. Should I do So roll some. Oh, one of them's cocked. Okay. Um, that is 22. With a 22, this person turns and looks up, and you just sort of, again, just sort of like, you've gotten, to, you've gotten very trained at how to just relax your body and sort of like fall into a shadow, essentially, and make it such that like you can look like just a mere crack in the wall almost. Yeah. Um, you know how to use the shadow to your advantage. And this person looks down for something. The other two turn, and one of them sort of taps on the shoulder and makes a gesture with their hand. And the third makes a gesture back. You're still within range, so you can make out what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. The two who are looking back are saying, did you hear something? What's going on? And the third says, probably just a rat. Let's keep going. And they turn to continue up. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to... Um, detect thoughts as concentration so I can't pass without a trace without dropping that. Um, yeah, please. I need to put on some, some sewer music. Too. Can I? Yeah. Isn't it... There's that cave music series. Is that a new beach? I would. Obviously, everybody nuts and seeds. Help yourself. Nuts and seeds and seeds. I have just looked up here. You're not supposed to eat the shells of the sunflowers. You're not supposed to. You're not pistachio. I'm just. No, I just found out. 
You're not supposed to eat the pistachio shells. <laughs> Explains all the indigestion. Yeah, you're supposed to crack the walnuts first. It's a big brown out. You're not prepared to eat the pistachio. Um. Don't want to. Yeah. I would like to. Am I close enough? Am I close enough to them to be able to put together the um like how what they're signing is related to what they're thinking enough to be able to replicate it? You're trying to make that sign language? Yeah, like would I be able to based off of detecting their thoughts and seeing it? I will put this in the hands of the dice as one always should. Okay. Make Praise a sight of hand to check. <laughs> scare, scare. To see whether or not you can observe their hand motions and try to replicate them. Okay. Um, I'm going to be honest that this is a very hard... You're trying to basically learn ASL yeah. from watching I'm someone flying. do it for two minutes. Yeah. This is a very high DC. Just like curious. Nicaraguan child. Twenty-three. It's a real deep it's cut real joke deep. about how yeah. sign language in Central America developed. You feel <laughs> as though hmm. you like could language. Like people are effectively, if somebody were to sign you, make the same sign back. But that's not all you. Okay. But you can also tell that no, these people are having a conversation. Right. Yeah. Okay, I want to keep following them, and I want to... And that in and of itself is very impressive. <laughs> yes, that is true. Okay, well, I want to follow and see where they get out of the sewer. You continue to follow them. They return. You know exactly where they're going, and they're going to the manhole by the manhole. Okay. But now the one that. <laughs> Before they. That's the one that's close to. That's the one that's closest to Trollstone. Before they go out, yeah. they all pull hats. Yeah. From within their clothing that they don. One of them turns into a human boy dressed in sort of tattered clothing. Okay. One of them turns into an aristocratic looking woman in fine clothing. And one of them turns into a city watchman whose face you can't quite make out beneath the helmet. Beneath the helmet? Yeah, That's city, a crime. The city watch wear helmets. Oh, okay. Um, I would like to them. shoot my crossbow. You're gonna shoot them? You're gonna start a fight? I'm gonna start a fight. Oh, wow. Classic. Well, cousin Chark. Okay. Be careful down there. Yeah, you're by yourself. Okay. Proto's feeling very frisky. Fucking kid. Oh, no. And just like this. that, both of my characters died. <laughs> I was feeling classic Chuck. This isn't Chuck, but it is classic Chuck. Uh, roll initiative. The next 
If you're pumped up, I'm just saying barbarians. I know. They're so durable. I feel like I would be a good barbarian for this. Um, 21. Oops. <laughs> Give me one move. Okay. I do want to stash you. I've played D&D. We're going to keep this in. Uh, like, we're not going to use the map. Okay. We're going to keep this in our imaginations. You know that you are in a corridor that is 10 feet wide. Uh, I guess it's 10 feet high. Where the, and you're across a small stream. Yeah. You know these streams, you know them to be about three feet deep of sewage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On either side of this three foot wide stream, there is a like equally three foot wide uh, sidewalk. Yeah. Walkway, gangway. And on the opposite side where these drow were getting ready to rise up. Yeah. There is a ladder that goes up to this manhole. Yeah. Straight hallway. Okay. Down about 50 feet down, it starts to angle to the left, and about 50 feet forward, it angles to the right. Okay. It's a giant. So you've got about 100 feet of hallway here before it turns. Okay. 50 on either side. Um, I... Call me sewer, 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 place. Sewer, sewer. I barely I even barely know her. <laughs> I don't know how it is. Oh my god, you love those jokes. <laughs> yeah, one of those. I know. Do you know what's dumb? I once asked my friends. I was like, oh, like, like, like people from KG. I was like, does anyone know like anyone who's Maine that's in an ER? Because that that would be like so perfect. And. My friend is just like stared it. at me and was like, You're, you're fucking joking. Right? <laughs> so, Her sister, I barely even know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so dumb. I love it. Okay. So I'm going to be referring to these drow as the boy, the woman, and the card. Got it. I'm scared for you. Um, I have a lot on my side right now. Are you in the sewers? I'm in the sewers. It is dark. They can't see me. And you're out. You're just, I'm so who are, you, who are you going for? Who the are you guard. shooting at? You the have card. a round of surprise here. Yeah. I would, well, okay. I have three attacks. Oh, I'm going to change sh- this music, too. I have, I have three attacks, so I'm gonna shoot a shot at each of them. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell me, tell me who you're shooting at first. You got the okay. woman in the guard. I'm going to shoot first at the guard. Okay. Um, hold on, I'm just making sure. Do I? Initiate or advantage on the first attack. And they might be able to see you if they have Umbral Sight. I'm gonna be sending I have Umbral Sight. Friend Jack, the or if they the have Francesca's um, character, so this would actually be a perfect time. If they have true sight. Oh, they do see you. If they do, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. If they have dark vision, they can't see you. No, but if they have true sight, they could see me. That is a good point, and I don't know that. What are the limits of it, too? Are you, like, just invisible mm-hmm. if you're in the darkness, yeah. essentially? Indefinitely? Yeah. Cool. If they use dark vision to see you, then you're invisible. 
Okay. This is for the guard. That's amazing. That's crazy. Um, that is uh, 15 to hit. Uh, 15 does not hit. Your oh, bolt whizzes through the darkness and clatters off the stone. And you hear one of them speak in a language I don't think you recognize. What do you languages do you know? Common, Dwarvish, Goblin, Minotaur, Sylvan, Telepathy, and Undercommon. Whoa! I also don't know this language. Ah. Okay. Well, one of them sort of hisses in it, and all three of them suddenly so start looking up and down this corridor. They can't see. Oh, great. Second attack. This is for the woman. Okay. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. That is going to be... Bullets in the dark. Um, seven uh, piercing damage. <laughs> seven piercing damage as this bolt embeds itself and it's a little bit weird like you can see that this bolt is sticking in space but it's like only in like a little corner of the like it's sticking into a part of the body that you know to be there but this illusory magic is hiding cool. it doesn't dispel um disguise self damage they have a, an item no. That's causing this. See? Um, okay. Part of this the is boy is wearing a little page cap. Oh. The woman is wearing a sort of gaudy, flowery hat, mm. and the city watchman has a helm on. And as Proto saw them put this sort of simple tricorn hat on, all of it just sort of like morphed into that that hat and that disguise. I see. Okay. And then for the boy. Um, actually, could I also, for the Dread Ambusher, can I roll a d8 for extra d8 weapons damage? Yeah, you should be. So, roll that. This is for the the woman? Yeah. That's an extra 8. Woo! Nice. If any of us could survive this situation, it's Proto. Yeah. Or Rumble. Yeah. That's why. Uh, The reason why I I would run away. away. (laughs) That... Uh, 10 16. That does not hit. Honestly, your other two of you yeah. uh, wishes at the boy who you it's hard to judge where there is something to hit. Yeah, um, it looks like it should have hit the boy, but it just sort of like goes through a little corner of his sleeve and yeah. hits the wall behind. That was your surprise round. You come to the top of initiative, and the boy who you just fired at is going to turn, pull a gun out of nothing, and is going to fire it in your direction. Cannot see you. Oh, boy. It's like a video game character where they just, like, reach down and the item is in there. What's your armor box? For a folded one? Uh, 16. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Should I shake it up? Stone explodes yeah. next to your head as this shot misses. Okay. Um, um, the boy is then going to pull a magic sword that should not be or pull a sword that you don't see on his person sort of out of some magical ether and is now holding a sword and looking up and down. It is your turn. Okay. I am going to shoot two more off um, and I'm going to aim 
for boy and guard. To the boy. Bo- bo- both, actually, both Kill. the boy. Both the boy. <laughs> so far, only the woman seems to have taken it at any damage. I misspoke. Miss with both? Yeah, and I got a 10 and a 12. 10 and a 12 does miss. These two bolts uh, shoot off and they collide with the stone behind them but do not hit. Next, the woman is going to sort of twirl a parasol that she is holding, which becomes a sword as well. And she is going to rush in the, in the, like, the direction of you, but along her gangway. Um, and is going to move you're about 30 feet back. She's going to move 30 feet down before turning and casting a wall of glittering magical light across the way. She's going to cast fairy fire. Oh, Nars. Um, each object in a 20-foot cube is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. You become illuminated in violet light. He's not an object. Yeah. A creature. Oh, sorry, sorry. Any creature in the area when the spell is cast must make a dexterity saving throw, which you're going to do now. Okay. It's a job of classic. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Yeah. It's a, I rolled a one. If Julian's not with me, doesn't Julian's it? not with you. So a one is a one. Eight. Uh, you are taken off guard by yeah. this sudden act to reveal you. Right. And as this wall of glitter, basically, yeah. someone just glitter bombed you. Right. And all of that <laughs> glitter lands and you are illuminated in violet light. Next, the guard is going to... The guard is going to pull a crossbow from his hip, which as he aims it at you, turns into a gun. (laughs) And is going to fire. That is a... Tend to hit. That misses. Okay. Once again, explosion of stone. And we come back to the boy who's going to similarly level a pistol and fire. That one I think is going to hit. 22 to hit. Yeah. yeah. So. His gun's hurt. His gun's hurt. Did you stop dying? <laughs> it's just like suicide missions for funsies? No, it's just. I'm. I. Just live in your life. Talk to me about Proto's resistance to poison damage. Advantage against being poisoned. Advantage against being poisoned. Do you have resistance to poison damage? No. Uh, resistance is poisoned. poisoned. Yes. So yes. Okay. Have damage. Yeah. These poison bullets, man. This thing's crazy. <coughs> Someday we'll take his draw out. So you are going to take. 10 piercing damage and an additional 4 poison damage. Okay. okay. And that is halved. <clears throat> so it would have been 8. Okay. So 10 and 4. Cool. As this bullet just sort of comes into the wood that comprises most of your body and embeds it in some like splinters cool. uh, explode off. It is your turn. I'm going to cast Rope Trick and climb into the space and 
to throw it up a little bit so it can't it can't follow me. <laughs> um, and I'm going to hang out for a second in that pocket dimension. Can you remind me? Can they look into get into this space? I don't think they can. I don't think so. I can, I can also look at this. I have your look here up also. Um, well, the invisible entrance opens. It can be reached. I think if they can get to the rope, they can get in. The extra dimensional space can be reached by climbing to the top of the rope. You pull the rope up. Uh, the space can hold as many blah, blah, blah. Attacks and spells can't cross through the entrance into or out of the extra dimensional, extra dimensional space, but those inside can see out as if through a three by five foot window centered on the rope. So I'm going to rule here that you can fire out they can't fire in. If they're right under. <laughs> right. Yeah, it says, great. So okay. what they see is this purple glowing silhouette just sort of con- like wrap its arms around itself for a moment, pull a rope, throw it into the air, and then just swoop it out of existence. <laughs> And then that rope is stuck right up, right up behind it. Nice. <laughs> um, gone. Is there anything else that you're trying to do with this pulled. turn that you can do with this turn? I'm so glad somebody's finally getting to use this. Yeah, the way it's meant to. Um, I don't think I have any bonus actions, so no. Um, okay. As at least, at least in my sheet, it doesn't say bonus action anywhere. Let me just your spell. I would like to. They have no descriptions. So for a bonus action, the only thing you could potentially do is cast Zephyr Strike, but you've already cast a spell. Yeah. Or you could do offhand weapon fighting, but that's not really going to assist you here. No. Okay. So no, I'm. That is my turn. So uh, next up is the woman. What are you going to do now? can't see me. <laughs> the woman is going to do something that you can't really tell what until you see her arrive right underneath where you did this road trip and is looking up and looking all around. And I'm going to say that you can't hear through this. Okay. Does that seem fair? That's fair. Um... This is going to apply for rope tricks here on out. You can see down, you can shoot out, but there's some sort of barrier that permits prevents sound. Sorry from traveling through. It only says you can see out. Yes. Um, so you see this person turning and twisting and looking, and their turn is going to end. A little while later, you see the boy also appear under there. And we're back to you. What do you want to do? Um, I am going to... You said I can shoot out of it? You can shoot out of it. I'm going to say that the way that this will work is you have to lower your hand. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I it will... can't pass it, through. It the, can't go through the... Oh, right. I see what you I... Just stick your arm out. <laughs> but I also want to be clear. Um, no. 
This might give them an opportunity to try to grab your arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you tried to do it. God. And okay. Um, I would like to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hang out here. I'm not gonna attack anymore. And I'm gonna wait for them to leave. Okay. So we come out of initiative. Yeah. As how long? An hour. An hour passes. How do you come out of the road trip? I would like to um I will say that after about after like a minute or so of First of all, those two figures appear there. Yeah. They look, and then they go separate ways. They go either way up this passage, and you can no longer see or hear what's going on outside. So you don't know at that point where these three figures have gone. That's the point. And then time passes. Yeah. You don't see any notice of them, but make a perception check for me. Fifteen. With a 15, after about maybe 30 minutes, you think you see just a little bit of light up the passage where that manhole would be. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stick my head, just kind of like... Are you doing this right before you come out? Or yeah, right okay. before I come out. Make a perception check. Uh, 24. What you can see, turning your head either way, is at either end, 50 feet away, yeah. just around those corners, you know that at least two of these individuals have stayed and are waiting for you to reappear. Okay. And my hour of the rip trick is done. Your hour of the I'm going to say that you have ten seconds. Okay, I'm going to stealthily drop and try to hide into the shadow. Make a stealth check with disadvantage. Hold on, though. Did you want to heal during... That time is a short rest because you got hit, right? Yeah, short rest. How long is a short rest? A short rest is an hour. Okay, I'm gonna say that it's concentration. Yeah, uh, for rope trick, no. no. Yeah, I'm gonna say you can take a short rest. Nice and holy. Do I get all my hit points back? No, you can expend however many. Hit die you want. I still we don't so infrequently. So you have seven hit die. Yeah. And they are. Yeah. Wait, are we? Level yeah, seven? I have seven D ten. Yeah. So you can use however many of those seven D ten special boys. What? I can use as many as I want. As many of those seven D ten to heal. So like, if you only had one hit point taken, but you still wanted to heal, it wouldn't make sense to use all seven. Probably just want to use one. Okay. Um, that's sort of how short rests work. I can roll one at like, a time. Thematically, think of it as your adventure. As your adventure becomes more hardy and proficient in adventuring, it's easier for them to go. 
longer periods of time. And the way that I think of hit points is not like you take massive damage and then you magically heal your wounds. Hit points are a measure of a countdown to taking a mortal wound. Right. Okay, I would like to take two to begin with. Use two, at least. You got it. Uh, that is 15. You gain 15 hit points. You use two hit die. That is... Um, Somewhere in the world. That's, I think... Wait. A magical that? egg has just erupt, like hatched and caught in the face of your friends. There's new transports. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just this is just me trying to tie in the fact that at this point all of your friends are right. We're across the north We're shopping. Shopping. Right. Right. Okay. shopping. Okay, cool. Um I would like to then Yeah. You take it make a stealth check and try to blend back into the shadow. Make a stealth check. You said it's with disadvantage. Disadvantage. Well, doesn't it cancel out the advantage and disadvantage you get on self checks? That is true. Yes. So I just roll you one. You both dice at once, so it wouldn't be fair to pick either of those numbers that were both bad. Yeah. <laughs> Do I re-roll? I have advantage on stealth check. Um, re-roll. Okay. With just one? With just one. Okay. Uh, nice. Uh, 19. Thank you, Rumble. No <laughs> stealth. In bloom ranging. 19? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Smirk. We're going to both roll d20s. <laughs> no. I rolled a 4. Ooh. You got 17. Alright. Oh no. Oh no! I'm just gonna say. Those drought dice, they're very drowy. I'm gonna say. It is. They do not immediately detect you. Okay. But they hear something. You're still invisible. You still have umbral. Your umbral protections. Yeah. And as you drop down, you hear one of them shout out something in this language that you don't understand. I would like to use my third spell slot and cast Pass Without a Trace. Before you can do that. Okay. Because we are now back at top of initiative. Mm -hmm. You're going to see from up the way, the boy duck out and fire down the passageway. Okay. I wonder what Bobo's up to right now. <laughs> Probably just hanging out in the sewer. I'm sure he's sure they're fine. So they wanted to find themselves. Remind me, armor class? 16. I, I, that sounds nice. You feel the air next to you displaced by a bullet that has missed you by a fraction of a fraction of an inch. Did you roll a 7 or 15? Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, but you were not hit, and it is your turn. I cast Pass Without a Trace. You do that. Your stealth is now increased. Yeah. That was your action to cast it. Mm-hmm. Do you get to, as that part of that spell, try to hide? 
Um, a veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, making you and your companions uh, from t- masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet has about 10 plus bonus to dexterity, stealth checks, and can't be tracked. A uh, creature that receives his bonus leaves behind no tracks or other traces of its passage. Right. So, no, I can't hide. So, you are not, you technically have not hidden yet. And hiding is an action. Hiding is an action. Okay, well, instead of that, instead of hiding, I would like to pass without a trace and then use my movement to get to the manhole. Manhole's 30 feet away. I have. I'm no. I'm just. I'm just doing yeah. a little narration. You can get to the manhole with your movement. Yeah. But you can't get up it. Yeah. And as you get there, just from the faintness of light coming through the ring of light that surrounds just that little crack of space down in these dark sewers, yeah. that's like a spotlight on you. Yeah. You're still in dim lights. So you're still mechanically invisible. Right. But you're close. You still have to climb up this 20-foot-high ladder to get out of these sewers. Yeah. And that is your turn. Um, you see the guard appear from around the corner on the other side of where you were. They were basically on either side of this corridor, 50 feet away. So... I'm going to say that right now, for simplicity's sake, you're dead in the center of those two 50-foot distances, but that guard is going to lean out, and it's definitely going to be rolling with disadvantage. The question is, does the guard know where you are? You know what? I'm going to say that they don't, because you're being very quiet. I'm going to say that he just fires where he thought you would be up the passage and misses. Nice. Um, we come back to the boy who's going to make a perception check to see if he can have heard you. Golly, mister. Where'd you go? Um, <laughs> I'm still working with your 19. You see the boy has leaned out and... But wait, but because of Pass Without Trace, I have an added 10. You haven't taken an action to use it. Oh, oh, oh. So I'm still working off of your 19. Okay. Um... Actually, you know what? I shouldn't do that. For trying... You have to jump across this stream to get to... It's not like a... You don't You don't have to make a, a check to cross it. It's so short. It's, so, yeah. it's not very wide. But you do need to make a check to try and be silent. So just make a stealth check to try not to be detected as you make that leap. Audibly. Nice. Uh, and do add your pass without a trace to this. That's... Um... 36. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The the utter silence with which you do this convinces these two disguised drow that you have not moved. Mm -hmm. There is no way that you could have moved across this tunnel without making some amount of sound, they think. And so the boy fires up the passageway and misses you completely. Nice. We're back to you. I leave the manhole. You ascend. What, what? But as I'm doing this, I'm readying an action with my crossbow to shoot if I see the woman. I will say this. You can see both of them from where you are. And you can... This 
tunnel goes, it, it rises about 10 feet before it goes into just a, a circular tunnel, a cylindrical tunnel that rises another 10 feet to the ground level. Okay. So what you could do if you wanted to was rise 10 feet, fire with an action, and then use the rest of your movement to rise. And I do that. Exit. Yeah. So um, who do you want to fire at? The, this is not the first round of initiative. The, ba, 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 the woman and the guard. The woman's not there. Oh, no. I, oh, I want to ready an action for it, though, but if I, like, leave the sewer and she's there. You see what I'm saying? Like so, okay. People. So what I'm asking you is, do you want to attack someone who's down in the tunnel, or do you not want to do that? Can I attack one of them? Ready in action to attack the woman. I'm going to say that... I know you have two attacks, yeah. but an attack action is one thing. Okay, I see what you're saying. So it's just like boom, boom, not like boom, wait. Yes, yes. Okay, you then could... I will roll yeah. for hit. I'm going to go one, two. One for each. Yeah. Roll to hit. One is cocked. Okay. Um, one is a 12, one is a dirty 20. The, I'm the shooting. 12 misses, and the dirty 20 hits. Who, you, who are you aiming at? The guard is the dirty 20. Guard is the dirty 20. Uh, roll some damage. That's five piercing damage. The bullet uh, careens down this passage and embeds itself in this guard through the jerkin he appears to be wearing. Uh, you don't look to see anything else as you just scream up this ladder, bash the top of it off, and arrive in the city streets of Waterdeep. Yeah. Um, that manhole cover is still displaced. You are in this back alley behind the bent nail. What do you want to do? Um... Uh, are we still in initiative? We are going to be in initiative a little bit longer. You've used your action and your movement. I more just want to get a sense of like I, immediately. Yeah. Are you trying to run? Are you trying to cover the manhole up? Like, what is yeah. your next move? Mm, case of you have about ten action. feet of ten feet of movement could either put the manhole cover in place or help you bolt. I want to put the manhole cover in place. All right, so you cover that manhole up. You have a bonus action left. Can I? Make a perception check to see if anything heavy is nearby. Make a perception check. Ten. Um, what sort of heavy thing are you looking for? A rock. <laughs> uh, you're in this alley behind uh, the bent nail. Or like a cinder block. There's a lot of timber that is, is piled up back here. You see a few casks of oil of some kind, lacquer of some kind. There are things that you can put on top of this manhole cover. Yeah, it's going to be your next check with a strength check. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, I guess I'll have to. Can I just stand on it until that time comes to stand on the manhole? Yeah. You can do that. Um, What? That's clever. (laughs) (laughs) I am at least siblings. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Next, 
You are as you're standing on this man. I want to like hunker down too. I'm not just like chilling, like trying to keep it shut. You uh, you hear a voice. Uh, you hear a voice above you that says, "Don't you know you can't do it down there?" And as you look up, you see the woman with the parasol hovering above you, like Mary Poppins, with a hand is just going to lunge down and try to stab it into your skull. Jesus! Holy shit! Cool. <laughs> the first attack is going to miss nice. the deadly blow that had about 20 feet worth of force coming down at you. Mm-hmm. And it is going to just clatter off of the manhole. But this woman is going to sort of land in a low sort of stance and then just pirouette quickly, making a second attack with the sword that's going to be 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits. And, uh, we'll do it. That's going to be six piercing damage. There's nothing. Nothing. Barely a scratch. Okay. In this alleyway, there is a slight remove from the hustle and bustle of the streets. Okay. No one is back here. It is quiet, but you can hear the movement of city life beyond. Awesome. That is your turn. Or, sorry, that is her turn. Um, are you still on top of the manhole cover? You feel a little bit of force underneath your feet as something is trying to push this manhole in. This is going to be a contested strength check. You have advantage due to your position. Ah, I keep copying one. Happened again. 18. Wait, wait, I forgot to add anything. Um, even with that, even with just that 18, with nothing added, okay. you feel the manhole cover budge, but only slightly. It doesn't even lift an inch up. Let's get a boy. The, <laughs> um, the combination of the position that that person is in and your weight on top of this make this a pretty hard task to complete. Um, and we're back to you. What okay. do you want to do? Well... There's a person in my face. Can I take... I have an... uh, This person is in melee with me, right? Melee range? Uh, That is correct. Okay, then I'm going to have... I have, like, daggers that are, like, strapped all over me, and I'm going to take two daggers and kind of, like... I've been watching a lot of Naruto, um, and just kind of like with like a kunai, just like and like aim to like go for it. Roll the hit, roll twice. This is on the woman who I will say you can just make out even through this illusory magic. Yeah, it's strange because. Everything that she's wearing seems perfectly fine, but you can just see on the ground beneath her there is a spot of blood. Oh, right there, he attacked. Um, okay, well, I'm pretty sure I hit both. That is a 21 and a 
23. <laughs> Everyone else just like, all their phones. That's part of One on one. Yeah, 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 I get it. Um, sorry. So I am 21 and a 23. Yeah, um, more so those hit. Not more damage. Okay. Feel less like, yeah, exactly. It's fine. I, I really don't learn. Um, this is, no, this is a great, this is an amazing choice. <laughs> oh, there, there's a choice. And we've got to see how it plays out. Those Ah, that's five. So ten. Ten damage. Um, ten damage total? Yeah. Or just for the first one? For total. It's five and five. Five and five. Four. Uh, these two daggers embed through the sort of frilly pink dress that she's wearing. Um... We're going, you're going to make another uh, strength saving throw. Oh, right. I still have an uh, advantage. No advantage this time. Oh! That would be a nine. <laughs> so, the force that comes with this is doubly strong, yeah. and you find out why a moment later, as... Two sets of arms. Oh yeah. Okay. Push this up. You are now standing on top of a manhole cover, being held aloft by a small <laughs> boy <laughs> with <his> arm. <laughs> and uh, they very quickly tilt it so that you have no other choice but to catch your footing and, and you're displaced five feet from on top of this manhole. Um, with that. And the manhole sort of displaced. The guard is very quickly going to draw a pistol, aim it at you, and fire. Where in the city is this? By the bent nail, you said? Yeah, right by the... How close are we? You, as I just mentioned, are watching a magical chicken hatch (laughs) halfway across the north ward. Okay. Shit. Um, That was a natural one. It misses. But... A small explosion echoes through this alley and indeed out into water. I mean, I'm at the house. Would I hear it? Not sure. You didn't go to Niverthorts? You were looking for a magical weapon. You were there. You asked for the moonlight. I thought that was in town. You're in town. This is a big metropolis. And Thort's findings Thort's is, is not in, Troll Skull not Alley. in your Trollskull Alley. Okay. Thort's findings is at the... So, just so you can understand, you guys are up here. Thort's findings is, like, down here. Okay. So you're, like, several full city blocks away. I would say that you're about 15 to 20 minutes walking away from this. So we're not done with that story yet. Okay. This is all transpiring while you're in the story. Okay. Um, I was trying best I could to create that continuity of time. Did great. That's fine. Uh, it's hard to hard for a song. Okay. But uh, you were attacked. They missed. That nice. was the guard. Was Next sick. is the boy who's going to sort of hiss some like a short sentence towards this guard. Is going to clamber out of the manhole, draw a sword, and take two attacks at you. 
Amber, Alfred. first attack. Wow, these guys are rolling real bad. That's, that was a 12 to hit. That was a 22. Uh, I guess 22 does hit. So you were going to take one bit of damage. It's going, you're going to, no, you're going to take uh, seven. Seven piercing damage. As this boy clambers out of the sewage exit and stabs very quickly twice at you, the second one he hits. It is your turn. What would you like to do? Okay. Well, I'm going to use my crossbow again. Um, and... Is, is the woman is on the ground. The guard is in the manhole, like about to climb out, like on the ladder. Next turns getting out. The boy has just climbed out. The woman is right next to the boy. You're all in this little alley. In fact, if we want, we could bring this up here and create a little bit more of a visual aid. But I don't know if we want to clear all this stuff. Um, we could do that. We'll make some space. Forgot to huh? forgot to give you Freya. Oh, oh yeah, she would have liked the bow very much. I always think of this light. Alright. So Yeah, I think that's it. Where did I just put the so these each square represents five feet. So if you can just imagine it small. Uh, this is going to be the boy. This is going to be the woman. And the guard is still on top, or rather, inside of this man. And the manhole cover is... You are right. You're all just right in this little alley. Okay. Well, I'm going to then... Um... Basically, they pushed you. You fell off. They slid the manhole cover onto the ground. The boy popped out, and the guard is still there. Great. I would like to... If I try to aim for the guard, do I have advantage? Because I'm standing and they're like in the hole. No. Oh, okay, that's fair. You might have disadvantage. Oh, if anything. Okay, then I would like to, um, with yeah, my crossbow, do a shot at the woman and the boy. Go for it. Roll in. Nat 20 on the woman, and uh, so that's 27, and then um, 22. Both hit, you got a crit on the woman. So for the woman, roll damage, double the die, add the modifier. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And then roll regular damage for the boy. Okay, that is... Um, uh, 12 damage for the woman. 12. 5 damage for the boy. 
the woman is more blood is sort of starting to appear on this ground underneath her, though she still appears normal. How much for the boy? Five. Anything else you can do on your turn? I'm going to move myself to try to be um that it's blocked off. Okay, I'm gonna move myself like a little bit. Oh, if you do that, you'll be subjecting yourself to three attacks of opportunity. Okay, then never mind. I'm going to stay there. You're, put yourself as close as you can to them. You guys are in a tight huddle right now, yeah, okay. essentially. Oh, um, can I cast Zephyr Strike? As a bonus action, you can. Nice. That is a great move. I would like to do it on the guard in the... Zephyr Strike is something that... So, hold on, I'm just going to read it. Yeah. Uh, You move like the wind. Until the spell ends, your movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. Oh. So... Nice. <laughs> uh, and then once before the spell ends, you can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack roll of your tr- uh, on your turn. So you've already done your attacks, oh, but if you cast this spell on yourself now, you can move and not take the opportunity. Yeah, attacks. I'm going to do that. So you make these two attacks, and then a small tornado kicks up around you, picking up dust and small bits of paper and refuse, and you use that momentary distraction to just... <sighs> suck backwards. And you can go 30 feet, so each of those squares is 5 feet. 10 feet. 15, 20, 25, 30, 10 feet. Each of those squares is 10 feet, so you can move 3 squares. Okay. 1, 2, 3. 30. Yeah. Um, no, it's... Uh, we'll, we will respect the scale. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Except for the fact that you are. Except for the fact that at this scale, a way huge too creature. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you are a monster. Yeah. Um, okay, that is your turn. Good job casting Zephyr Strike. Such an underrated spell. Good God, I love that spell. Yeah, that, it's a good one. That's everything you can do. Next up is the woman who is going to rush you and pull those swords. Or make those sword attack rathers. Make those sword attacks rather. The first one's an 18 to hit, the second one is more than that. Got a hit. Two hits. The first one is going to be eight, the second one is going to be six. Okay. For a total of 14 damage. I should probably check. How is Proto looking? Fine. Honestly. <laughs> and as rest. this as this uh, woman attacks you, a different voice <laughs> than that sort of feminine one you heard before says, "That was a bit rude," and makes those two attacks. Next, the guard is going to come out of the manhole and is going to follow behind, but can't quite get to you. Nice. And then the boy is going to approach and make two attacks. Both miss. Nice. Okay. I want you to understand. The majority of my rolls have been under ten. That's sick. Tomorrow is on my side. Your turn. Okay. So uh, that's two above table. I'm not going to tell you what I'm trying to do. But can I? None of them are prone. 
No one's prone. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go up to the woman and... The woman's up on you. Everyone's moved forward at this point. Oh, okay. Um, I would like to then, yeah, throw two more daggers. No, I'm going to do my crossbow at both of them targeted at the woman. That's fine. They both miss. And I'm going to move three more. How long is Zephyr Strike? Three. Zephyr Strike is a concentration spell that I believe lasts a minute. Yeah. Concentration up to a minute. Cool. So. Oh, that reminds me. Make two constitute or make three constitution saving throws. Okay. You got hit three times. Oh yeah. Uh, what was the first one? Uh, three. Zephyr strike falls. Okay. Three total. Yeah. Zephyr strike falls. So you don't have to have Zephyr strike up on your turn. Okay. So you take opportunity attacks unless you recast it. I'm gonna recast it. You recast Zephyr strike. That wind kicks up again. Do you have to take two more saving throws? Um, no, this was like, so oh, that was just your Zephyr Strike fell, you got all those attacks, your turn came back to you, you did what you did, you cast Zephyr Strike, you move. Cool. We're back to square one, essentially. You're, uh, whether you, um, never mind, sorry. Continue. It's my turn. Uh, yep. Do you have anything less left that you can do? Besides recasting Zephyr Strike? You no. used a bonus action to do that. I think you used an action to attack. And they both And you used yeah. your movement. So I'm I think done. you're done. Yeah. Um, next, the woman, once again, is going to rush you. Only this time, she's going to try and tackle you. So this is going to be a contested. She's trying to grapple. Yeah. Contested strength check. Let me just double check my rules. Is there a grapple thing here? Okay. Contested strength check. Okay. Eleven. Close, but not close enough. Uh, this woman runs up and bear hugs you. Yeah. And you are effectively restrained until you make a turn to try and get away. Okay. Um, your speed is now zero. You're incapacitated conditionally, which means... Uh, you can't take actions or reactions right now. Okay. Um, this condition ends if an effect removes the grappled creature from you, from the reach of the grappler or grappling effect, such as when a creature is hurled away by the Thunderwave spell. Um, so even on my turn, I can't take an action? You can try to take an action to escape, but it's going to be your action to escape. Got it. I understand? Yeah. So, you're grappled. Next, this boy is going to... Or sorry, it was the boy who rushed you. Yeah. No. It's the woman. Confusing. The woman rushed you. The, the guard is coming now and is going to make two attacks. Okay. 
The lowest is a 16. Well. Is it? High goes well, to the runner. Yeah. The first attack is going to be 9. The second attack is going to be 10. As this woman pulled you down, the guard comes, finds a soft spot, and just pokes you twice brutally with this sword. How's Proto looking? Not good. Not good. Can you give me a percentage of not good? Do you want a number? You can tell me in a story sense. Just remember that below half of your total is bloodied. And one... I am bloodied. You are bloodied. Which for Proto doesn't mean bloodied. No, I am splintered. You are very splintered. Um, And I would say another minor attack would make Proto unconscious. Okay. So. That is the boy. The boy comes up to you. One is a 15. Okay. The other is a 20. Not natural. Seven. Unconscious. So, as the light goes out, you see the pommel of a sword appear in front of your face as the boy pulls off his page cap to reveal a familiar face. It's the face of the drow who died. When you all were in the Vaults of Dragons. And before he knocks you unconscious, he just says, Didn't think we'd get so lucky today. Knocks you out clean. Oh boy. Proto, you're unconscious. Cool. The rest of the party, you get back from your shopping. I want everyone to make a. I want everyone to roll a straight d20 roll. And tell me what you roll. Two. Eight. Nineteen. Nine. Nine. Eleven. Eleven. That's not great. It's a wide range of numbers. <laughs> bang bang's got a little noise. Bang bang has that, uh. Rolo sense? The, bang bang, the after you went to Undiver Thorts, you went painting shopping. Uh, paint supply shopping. Were you trying to do anything else? I wanted to go to the House of Inspired Hands. So after you get your painting supplies, you go to the House of Inspired Hands. Great. What are you trying to do there? Well, um, while on 
this shopping trip, Bang Bang has realized that they've never left the city before. Um, and thinking about Nim, who's sort of tied to the building they live in and will die if they leave. Um, Bang Bang is feeling a little concerned about leaving the city because that's where they were meant to function. So they want to go find out if they're going to die if they leave Waterdeep. Okay. Very. <laughs> you go to the house of inspired hands. Uh, as you enter by yourself, um, a few of the acolytes who work in the House of Inspired Hands. This place is equal parts church and workshop to the worshippers of Gond. It is an act of faith and devotion to create things with your hands. And so much so that the alleyway outside of this uh, church is renowned, is um, What's it? It's like a clockwork square. <laughs> it's it's not. It's uh, infamous. Infamous for novices who have blown off fingers, set off firecrackers, gone back there to test various inventions and failed. I there's a name for it. I'm not going to pull it up right now All because right. I don't want to break stride. But needless to say, the House of Inspired Hands is a place of devoted and focused craft. And as you walk into its main hall, a hush falls over everyone there. And you're not immediately sure why. But acolytes sort of stop their various little projects and turn and just watch you intently as you walk into the space. Starry's rude. A few of them go back to their projects, but a few of them sort of lean in rather and like kind of get up and walk over to you and they're like we've heard such there there are rumors that we all know Nim (laughs) but there was rumors that more uh, sophisticated nimble rights had had visited recently and (laughs) I'm sorry you're just it's incredible you must have seen my fish (laughs) (laughs) I need to speak with um, her, the person who's in charge of the inspired hands. The one I may feel very uncomfortable. Oh, the one that's Reza? Yes. I'm pulling out the construct. Um, are you looking up for, are you trying to think of Baldur's Gate, Jack? Uh, I wasn't, but no, why do you ask? What? Skullport, he said. Skullport is what I was looking for. Okay. I was just encouraging that it says Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate is a different city to the south. Oh, oh. We're almost there. Got it. Almost there. Valletta. Valletta. The dragonborn priest. The bronze dragonborn priest. That's a while ago. So you're looking for Valletta. Yep. Oh, we can, yeah. Uh, and you see a few of these acolytes go off together. A few moments pass before you see Valletta arrive, a bit flustered almost, from the upper reaches of the House of Inspired Hands as she approaches you. Good to 
see you again. Um, where are the rest of your companions? Um, shopping. I have some questions. Can we speak privately? Oh, uh, certainly. And she leads you off up into uh, an office space of some kind, several floors above this main chamber. What can I do for you? How can I help? Well, as you know, I am working with a group of adventurers. It seems our travels may soon take us out of the city, and I'm just wondering, will I die? (laughs) I... Nim can't leave this building. Can I leave Waterdeep? Nim. I do not know the precise nature of Gloria's work. She, for all of her difficulties and flaws, was and is very gifted in what she does. I'm not certain. But I think the restrictions placed on Nim do not apply to you. I think that you are a natural evolution of Gloria's own craft, improving over time. And I think that everything that you are is contained to you. Interesting. Okay, this is reassuring. Um, I wonder then, I have been looking for ways to better protect myself. I tried to look for a cloak of protection. I was wondering if there's any sort of improvements that could be made to my coatings. I imagine you could purchase armor of some kind if you wished armor restricts the movement you see certainly it does um what are you asking of me I suppose I was wondering if you had any ideas of how this could be accomplished given your position in the house of inspired hands who are the expert here (laughs) we here at the house of inspired hands are inventors crafters, creators what you are asking for protection in Martial combat situations of danger. This is not our specialty. I would recommend seeking out an armor or a seller, perhaps of magical wares, who could give you some sort of magical protection. Me and my colleagues, we are more concerned with bringing things into the world, not keeping them there. Mm. Okay. 
Thank you. Uh, may I visit with Nim? Yes, I think that would be fine. It's good Bing Bang was going to freak out if you said no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Valletta leads you up to Nim's attic, which as you open the door, you realize Nim has been given more. Nim has a workbench now. Nim has, like, the, the space itself seems to be a little more tidied, whereas before it was sort of cluttered with pieces of scrap and whatnot that he seemed to have been hoarding. It seems like the church has provided Nim with means of organizing his things, means of keeping the space a little tidier. They're trying, it seems now, to provide Nim with a little bit more structure and encouragement. I am pleased to see this. As am I. Nim has um, responded well to being given more resources and more support. And I think, um, well, it can be difficult to admit that you're wrong about something. And, um, and? I think that I was. Oh, you did it. <laughs> I don't think that you need me here right now, so I'm just going to go. <laughs> but if you do need something more for me or the House of Inspired Hands, I will try to provide it. Thank you. I will continue working on my social skills in the meantime. <laughs> As will I. <laughs> she just sort of like clasps her hands and leaves. Um, cool. Um, I want to ask Nim how he's doing. So Let's see if he can make me a pet bird. Nim again does not speak. So Nim, uh, you you communicate through writing, and it takes time. But he has a slate. Actually, at this point, he's got a larger slate. And you can see that in the intervening time, he's constructed a means of, like, a means to uh, speed up his ability to communicate by through written means. He's got, like, small slates of, like, common words that he uses frequently that he can just sort of, like, stamp very fast um, onto this slate so that speech becomes a little bit more simplified but very direct and um, loving this communication board so nice yeah, yeah yeah like certain words that he can just point to fast like yes and no things like that are very easy for him to communicate quickly for more complex ideas there's still a space for him to write um, but what do you want to talk about what do you want to ask what are your questions um, I want to ask yeah. Nim if Nim feels like things are going better Yes. Good. <laughs> um, and I wanted to... After a moment, he also points to no. Why? <laughs> he thinks for a moment and then writes, I have more space. I want more space. Mm. It seems this may take time, but it seems you've made much progress. Yes. <laughs> um, I remembered the bird you made. I 
was hoping for a pet of my own. Would you make me one? He sort of goes off and over towards his workbench, which has, has many uh, drawers around it that he can pull out. He pulls one out, and within it, there's four or five of these birds. And he pulls one out, and he brings it over and, and hands it to you. Is it a lot? Uh, it is, so this is a charm of, of sorts. This is a... Hold on a moment. It is a mechanical bird. Um... Statistically, it can fly. It has an AC. It has hit points. Um, beyond that, you're not sure what it's capable of. Cool. But it, like, you sort of pick it up, and Nim kind of comes close to you and winds something, pushes down another button, winds something else, releases it all at once, and the bird just sort of like animates and comes to like rest in your hand and then takes off and flutters around for a few moments before it lands back in your hand and then just sort of collapses. Thank you. Nim bows. Um, well, I think my group may have pressing matters going on. I will return home now. Bye. <laughs> Just a hunch. Nim's like, and he like goes to the board and is and and just sort of like starts starts writing a message and says, "Will you come back?" I hope to. I'm going somewhere dangerous. He erases and writes again. Can you get me out of here? No. <laughs> Guilt. I and as you are con- contemplating, he goes over to the drawer of birds and brings and gives you like, <laughs> and it's just like clasping his hands so earnestly. Oh my god! Nim, do you know how your heart works? Nim thinks for a moment and then points at the board. Yes. No. Your heart works only in this building. No. No. How do you know? And then he points to a third thing, which says, maybe. How do you know? He thinks for a moment and erases and starts to write. I am attached to this building, but I don't need to be, I think. But I need to be attached to something. Or somewhere. I would want to find a way to do it safely so we don't kill you. I want to look for Gloria, but it will have to be later. But I will try. When you say Gloria, he just 
Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I will look for Gloria if I am alive. He nods. <clears throat> I'm sorry I can't help right now. He just points at yes. Yes. It feels bad. Um. He points at another thing, which is just thank you. Um. Have I told him how to contact me? I think so. Okay, well, if you need to contact me, you can send me a message at Trollskull Manor. You give him the address. Um, You can pass this along to Valletta as well. Now there is a very clear communication on how how Nib can get a hold of you. Wrap it up and head back. Where are you heading back to? Uh, Troll School. I assume everybody was going to meet up there at some point. So, just what were... Okay, you wanted to do your painting stuff. Um, you have been gone... <laughs> At this point, as you return to Troll Skull, uh, the sun is just starting to set. It's late afternoon. You've traveled up and down the city and all around. And as you start to make your way back, your mind cannot help but wander to thoughts of Proto. And what going to Gloria would mean for all three of you, and how there are so many questions to be answered, and how so much is uncertain about your very being. And those thoughts are just sort of tumbling around your consciousness as you make your way back to Troll Skull. After we leave Undiverth Thorts, what is everyone else doing? Immediately following. Are there other things that you're trying to accomplish? Are you going straight back to Troll Skull to get going on research? I know that Julian is. Um, research. Research. I'm curious about the timeline on Vincent Trench's investigation. You want to stop by Vincent Trench? I also want to stop by Vincent Trench, but I I have money now. But I I can do that later. Mm -hmm. I can look at my parents later. Anything here? Zach Burners. They've been missing for a while. Assuming that when I come back here, I'm not interrupted by all of this happening, I want to enlist Yuri's help in leading an investigation through the city to find some of those other electrical items. Detective Yuri. Okay. It is 4 o'clock now. Yeah. We started at 12.30. I'd like to go until at least 4.30. How are people feeling otherwise? Sleepover. Yeah, we'll Sleepover. Okay. Um, I'll, check I'll check in again at 4.30 because and maybe we can move a little bit quicker through some of these shopping beats yeah. just because I want to get us to a good place for next session as well. Um... got an entire room of people to do this at the same time. Uh, oh. <laughs> like 40 people. That is it's my so least bad. favorite noise. I hate mouth it was, sounds. It was yeah. awful. Me too. Oh, yeah. 
Is this recording? <laughs> um, basically, what I'm trying to see is who's going back to Troll Skull and who is not. It seems like you, 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 but later. Yeah, after And that. maybe you, uh, you want to Kiri to go with you to do some more shopping. Why don't we resolve that first? So, where are you trying to go? Um, I would like to start by following up with the basic horse. You go to the basic horse. It is in the southern ward. You find a... Uh, you ask around. It takes you about an hour to track this place down, traveling from Underberthorch down to the southern ward, asking questions. Um, I'm also going to say, everyone, be sure to... Either subtract a ration or subtract five silver to, at some point in this day, grab a bite to eat, unless you are trying to avoid eating, and then you might incur some exhaustion. It takes a lot of energy to get around a big city. What if you are constructs? You're a totally different thing. You have been... Constructs, different. You also, like, your time scale is a little different. These are people who have been, like, out and about all day shopping. That's true. Um, Shadow essence. Yes. Also, uh, conscious. Don't need to eat for unconscious. Yeah. But you go to the basic course. You find in a side alley in the southern ward. I'm going to give you a cross street. So be prepared to write this down for the future, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's between. Uh, it's 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 down quite a ways in the southern ward. It is in a side alley off of Slop Street. Slop. Slop. You find a very small side shop that has a sign with a horse's head and embedded in the eyes like the the eyes of this horse. It is an otherwise sort of unremarkable looking um what's the word, like tawny horse. Mm -hmm. It's got a sort of like blonde mane and a light brown. Palomino? Yeah, Palomino. Tawny is also correct. Palomino horse, and its head is in semi-profile. One of its eyes appears to be a gleaming emerald. The other other eye appears to be a black pearl. Mm -hmm. And beneath it are the painted words, the basic horse. Not basic at all. That's... Black pearl is fascinating. It's just a painted. It's like representational. It's not an actual black pearl, or else thieves would be taking it immediately. I was say, cursed. Take it. Um, is it for me? But you walk into the shop, and uh, very small. There are glass cases around the edges of it. You basically like walk in. You could fit maybe like three or four people tight. Choppa, you take up most of the space. Just fracturing limbs as much as you can. And uh, there's a counter, and behind that, there's a small work desk with a very large sort of retractable arm that has a magnifying glass on it. And currently sitting. At that desk, on a very high stool with a booster seat, is a gnome with what thick color? black hair that goes down to his shoulders, and uh, a beard as well, a sort of skinny uh, chin strap beard. 
And as you walk in, this gnome turns around, and there's a set of goggles. Like it's kind of classic steampunk style, just like goggles with like lens, 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 all the way down. So that there's just this like highly magnified pupil that's staring back at you as you come in. And he says, Oh, hello. Oh, hello. What can I do for you? Um, wondering if you have any pearls of power for sale. Pearls of power? Oh, exciting. Uh, yes, I might have a few pearls of power. Um, how many are you looking for? Well, did you want one? Sounds great. Yes. Um, at least one, and then maybe two. I um, Maybe two. I have to decide how I want to spend my money. I don't know if I'll... You wouldn't... I assume not, but you wouldn't have a cloak of protection here, would you? No, absolutely not. You see, I just only have the money for one, and... Uh, anyway. No, I deal mostly in gems. What time are you open until? Until I feel like closing. Fair enough. Um, are you going to get one, Yuri? This is the gem place? Is it the same place that does the tattoos for gems? No, mm-hmm. that's Thor. That is Thor. Ah, I forgot. I Thor said that this was like one of his gem contacts. I would love to do that in a later session. Totally. Um, you could come here to buy the gems, take to Thor to get the tattoo. Very cool. And those tattoos are like, they give you bonuses of some sorts, right? They do. They're pretty awesome. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thor's findings in tattoo shop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Stick Just so I might be able to buy some gems here. Thor's findings, one of the things I found. Is it tattoo gems? What kind of gems? <laughs> passion for art. Can what kind of gems do you need? Wood? What? Can you tattoo wood? You're not there. What? What <laughs> gem? You're very firmly wandering around the dock ward somewhere right now. Somewhere right there. What gems do what kind of tat- tattoo things? You're not in Thor's findings anymore. You're at the gem shop. Oh, <laughs> I love this. I'm just, lost I'm, just being, I'm just being a bit of a tease. I think I wrote it down at one point. We lost I can answer some above table questions. Involved. What are your questions? I uh, just said, what gems do what bonuses? I think for that, I'm not sure. Did, did Thor give you that info? Yeah, I wrote I think it down in my notes one time. Look for it in your notes. Um, or roll a history check and I can tell you. History check. Oh. Yeah, give it to Zardoz. 17. Yeah, that's it. That's enough. Yay! I might be able to find it too. I've got a lot of night in here. Are you coming next weekend? Uh, I don't think so. I am working next weekend. Because I'm filling sausages. We are selling mm-hmm. bangers right now. Yeah. Um, some bang bangers. Oh, banger. Banger bangers. Uh, <laughs> I've been really Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so, what you would remember is that tattoos, um, magic tattoos, vary in rarity based on, first of all, how much space they take up on your body, and then what sort of material that is used to make them. Um, Mm. 
When you first brought this up, it was such an exciting concept, but... Yeah, so what you remember is that ruby equates to strength, emerald equates to dexterity, uh, diamond equates to constitution, jade, wisdom, sapphire, intelligence, aquamarine, charisma, and then you can also get a fire opal for fire resistance, or a black sapphire for cold resistance. Which one was strength? Ruby? Ruby. Cool. And you don't remember with a 17 the value of a gem you would need to create it. Gotcha. And it would be dust. You'd need the dust to do it. Cool. Good to know. Aquamarine was charisma. That's really cool. Okay, great. Uh, so we're buying a Pearl of Power, that's where we're at again. Mm-hmm. Pearls of Power, I do have. How many are you looking for? Two? Um, yeah, how many for two? I can do two for 6,000 gold. So one for 3,000. One for 3,000. Mm. Could you do two for 5,000? Make a persuasion check. Wow. I mean, one for 3,000, two for 5,000, not unreasonable. If we buy two. Yeah, 1,000 gold pieces off. Yeah, no big deal. And I've, I mean, on persuasion, I rolled a 11, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. No. No, I could not do that. Would you um, give us a moment to think it over? Certainly. And he turns back to his work table where it seems he is polishing a gem. Yuri, step outside with me, would you? Yuri, Missy steps outside. Um, I see, I'm just not sure. Like, I want to see if we can find a cloak of protection because um, if that's cheaper, that would be just as good for me. Absolutely. And um, even if it's the same price. So maybe we come back here if we don't. Absolutely. Is that all right with you? Um, I, I, I must admit, though, your knowledge of the arcane is above mine. I don't even know where to begin finding something like this. Can I do an arcana check to see where we could find that? Find what? Cloak of protection? We want to shop you around. You can make an investigation check. You know, okay, cool. without having to roll that... A cloak of protection would be in a shop that sells magical wares. Okay, cool. So this is to see whether or not you know of such a shop. Twenty-two. Yeah. I'm going to say with a twenty-two, somewhere in your travels, you have a memory of a shop in the Sea Ward. Oh, yeah, there's a shop in the Sea Ward. I think I remember seeing clothes. Um, it is called The Expanse. And you remember that it had Love that show. A, 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 a sign that was of like a starlit sky, and it just says the expanse on it. And I need to pee. Mm-hmm. So I'll be back. But if you want to go there, that's a magical item show. Yeah, let's go. Maybe they have a broom. <laughs> if cool. they've got three. Um, to get the cloak of protection. Yeah. So with armor, wizards can't wear armor for some reason. I forget why. They're not proficient. Not proficient. Would, if you put it on, you would still get some benefits from it, but you would 
it would fuck with your spell casting. Got you. So I could I could cast mage armor and then also wear a cloak of protection. Exactly. And that would be pretty dope. Yeah. The cloak of protection would just give you a plus one to whatever. So plus four altogether. That's better than yeah. squishy. I think it's squishy. I have a 17 instead of a 13. That's better. Yeah. Much better. This is my... Mage armor is plus three. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think technically it's like it's it, it changes what your dexterity is or something like that. So it's effectively that for Yuri, but it will vary potentially. This alleyway is always the scene of my greatest works in uh, Hero Forge. Are you all going to go to the Expanse? The Expanse? We are in sure. Um, you go to the seaboard. At this point, it is mid afternoon. You're kind of getting. You're probably up in the seaboard around the same time that Bang Bang is, but you don't know it. Um. Seaward, you arrive at the place you remember you're called the Expanse, and you walk in through the door and once again find yourself in a shop that radiates a certain magical energy. Although, unlike Undeverth Forts, this place is made, it is fancier for certain. There's a lot of sort of dark wood cabinetry around the edges with dark blue velvet curtains that are sort of drawn back around displays and things like that. Um, There's no obvious desk or like counter to conduct business at, but you do see knitting in a kind of high-backed armchair, a woman, half as you enter. Has he has he died going? Oh hello there. Beautiful shop. Yes. Let me know if I can do anything for you. Right. My name is Runa. Runa. I'm Yuri, this is my friend Chopper. Hello. Uh, we've got uh, some questions for you. We're looking for a couple things. Uh, one being a cloak of protection. Or a few if you have them. Or a few if you got if you got multiples. Yeah. Cloak of protection. Do you want higher low? Low again. Low and behold. And then anybody raise your hand if you want us to buy you one. Cloak of protection, you say. What do you want? Oh, yes. Cloak of protection. Oh, I do have a cloak of protection. Plus one to yes. um, saves. <clears throat> and you see she sort of sets her knitting in a basket to the side 
starts to stand. Did you knit them yourself? <laughs> oh no, I'm just making hats for my grandchildren. Oh, how nice. They must be. You must And you see, so she goes over to one portion of the shop which has like clothes lined up in one of these sort of cabinets, and she's looking through a few different cloaks and she pulls one out. Yes, a, a cloak of protection. How much for this one? And do you have multiples or just the one? I only have one of the of this cloak. Would that be twenty seven hundred? All right. And also, and I'm assuming we'll get at least this one. Yes. Um, sold. Sold. Continue. And Excellent. And you see, she kind of goes over to her chair again and hangs the cloak on a, uh, a rack that's right next to it and sits down and pulls a ledger onto her lap and kind of opens it. Please, uh, any more questions? Uh, yes. Uh, this one's much more of a strange one. Uh, have you seen any brooms of flying in the area? Brooms of flying. Hello. Hi. Um, sorry, dear. <laughs> I... I did have a broom of flying in this shop. Not long ago, but it was purchased. All right. Uh, can I give you my contact info in case you get another one? Certainly. Great. Although, I will say... Quite right. That broom was the first of its kind I'd come across in some time. Mm. Do you know who you sold it to? Well, of course. Confidential. I like to protect the <laughs> interests of my customers. All right. Well, if you see them again, let them know that uh, I pay pretty penny uh, to buy it from them or do any kind of trades or deals, but powerful friends in the city. Make an inside check. 19 plus... 3. 20. 1, 2. As you say that, a very clear, like ripple of some thought and emotion goes across her face. You get the sense that she does not want to do business with that person again. Got you. Understood. In such a way that it's like that person clearly made an impression Mm. and you're not sure you know, you don't know any of the details. You just get the sense that like at bringing this up, you're like the vibe is she doesn't want that person to come back. But then once that passes, she's like, I, if I see them, I'll let them know. Thank you, Runa. I appreciate it. My dear, I understand you cannot be improper, but you seem worried. I wonder if there's anything you can tell us to, to look out for or, or be aware of. We are... Uh, adventurers here within the city known to do good works for the city I could say always happy to help sorry I don't are you asking are you asking me to do something or yes I'm wondering if I could um, persuade you to tell us a bit more than you already have about who um, who 
you sold this to, or why um, you have had a negative experience with them. We're trying to start a small business ourselves, you see, and, um, well, I rolled a seven in persuasion, so <laughs> I think that's good enough. <laughs> I, I appreciate your thoughtfulness. I can take care of myself and my shop. Thank you. No, oh, of course. I'm just saying it would be a shame if something happened to it. Uh, Are you? <laughs> <laughs> and you see a fact she sort of starts to just get, like, there's a shift and she's now on edge. Very well, then. And I suggest you don't go looking for it. Um, yes. That's... <laughs> that will be 2,700 gold for the cloak. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I thought I had paid already. And he puts, uh, he puts the gold down on the counter. You see, she relaxes a little bit now that the gold has been transferred. Can I help you with anything else? Uh, Was Angelina at Troll School? Like, would she? Angelina's at the House of the Moon. Okay. Good point, though. Um, do you have any scrolls here? Specifically religious, clerical scrolls. Just on the off chance. Mm. So magic stuff. You know. I do have some scrolls, yes. I've got a scroll of Bane, a scroll of Crown of Madness, a scroll of Mage Armor, a scroll of Molders, a scroll of Shield of Faith. That's uh, somewhat clerical in its intent. Mm. A scroll of Speak with Animals. Mm. That's all I have at the moment. How much is the bane? Uh, I part ways with that for a hundred and twenty. Bit steep for the situationalness of it on my. I'm sorry, I was. Lo- I, it's on me. I was looking for something very specific, but thank you. Scrolls do come with a price. Oh, uh, of course. That's all I want. Anything else I can do for you? Ah, uh, then that'll do. No, I'm quite well, thank you. Okay, well, enjoy this cloak. May it protect you. Uh, thank you. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. And help me get it on. It's hard to get over the shell sometimes. <laughs> I think I'm going to wear it over the over one side. Perfect. Both shoulders and then one side where it meets Washed the shell. Up. Any other shopping you're trying to get done? No. All right. Unless you want to go back for the pearl power. I think I'm good. For now. We're <laughs> good. I know. So, is anyone else at this point not going back to Trollstone? Aside from there, <laughs> there. So, there, there. I think the first person to return would be Julian. Cool. Julian, as you make your way back to the house, um, you find, as you approach the door, a bag. Find a what? You find something has been nailed, I suppose you could say. To your front door. Oh, a bag. It's gonna be uh, What's or in the bag? What's in the bag? Glance, I want you to make a uh, make a perception check. What's in the bag? Oh, 
It's a bag that has been destroyed. So can a bag I that has been torn. See what's in it without touching it? Nothing is in it. Okay. It has been torn in such a way that it like if it, it's been like ripped in twain, basically. Hmm. But what you do see um, nailed to the bag by one of the many daggers holding it to the door is that note. Like a ripped bag of holding. Uh-oh. Oh, I know who this is. Uh-oh. Are any of us there, or is it just... Julian's the first to return. Goodness. Um. Hey, Yuri, I think my new cloak looks great, don't you? This is <laughs> arriving back. Uh, Julian gets there about an hour before, at least an hour before anyone else returns. Speaking very loudly. Um, <laughs> because you went to Endeavor Thorntz and then you went straight back to the house. Uh-huh. When at that point, Bang Bang went down to the dock ward and then to the house of inspired hands. Choppa and Yuri went to the basic horse, and then to the expanse. What was Rumble doing after Undiver Thorts? Hmm. Great question. Um, Walking around going... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just kind of like looking at my new hand crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Went um, down to the docks and shot some fish. <laughs> yeah, gone fishing. I mean, I could I have gone to Vincent Trench? Absolutely. Yeah. Um... You go to Vincent Trenches, sure. and you see a sign affixed to the door that says... Confession. <laughs> essentially, like, out, will return soon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, in that case, I also would have gone back to Phil School Manor. So you arrive there not long after Julian, and the two of you... Julian, I don't think you would have even made it through the door because you would have left the universe at the same time. Yeah. You probably would have just parted ways moments before. You see this note on Vincent Trench's door and you come right back to the troll skull where you see Julian standing at the front door holding a note and you see this bag and make a perception check. It's just dripping in blood. Damn it. Uh, bad. Seven, eight. Yeah, you register that there's a bag there, but more <laughs> intent on the image of Julian reading something. What, do you, do you know mean? what this word is? Cheeky. Did I make something? Okay. I, I don't know all the words here. All the words. Um... Which which one is tripping you up? Well, if they um, knew that, <laughs> something. Something. Okay. Something. Okay. Something I wanted. Perhaps I will take something from you. I make sure that Newt is with me. Newt is with you. Okay. Trout outside this place. Um, does this bag look like uh, the bag we? Bring any belts. The, uh, the, the, trick, the trickster bag. The bag. This, with that thought, looks like Proto's bag, right. which you gave to Zord right. and his companions. That mm-hmm. you fooled into thinking contained the horde of gold dragons. Well, it is now empty. It is now destroyed. Do you know where Proto is? <laughs> 
Uh, I haven't seen him since we left for the morning, but uh, I knew this would—I knew this would come back around to bite us eventually. Oh, goodness, do you think they're inside? Where are the pigs? Do we have pigs? Pigs. Is pigs a? Uh... Is that a slang thing? Make an insight. <laughs> <laughs> Do people call police pigs in fantasy water deep? Oh dear. Wow. Five. Reroll. Reroll. Yeah, Julian's here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. What insight? Yeah. Yes. I mean, pigs is common slang in Waterville. Water deep. Probably means so <laughs> Waterville. It's actually a constant to, to refer to law enforcement. Law enforcement. Mm. Oh, is that like a term of endearment? Uh, well. Because <laughs> pigs are so cute. Take it does you, May. Because they're so smart. Should we... Mm. This isn't a secret, oh. but I'm going to read it to the table yeah. at this point. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do you want me to go? If you want to read it, go for it. Cheeky play indeed. Perhaps we can make a game of this after all. You took something I wanted. Perhaps I will take something from you. Dot, dot, dot. ZZ. P.S. You should keep a trough, a trough outside the place for all the pigs. <laughs> That's funny. Um, there's a written bag. He's <laughs> a funny guy. Funny, funny guy. A silly ghost. So we know that uh, Proto went into the sewer. Yeah, do, do we know? We don't. We don't. We don't. Proto just split off. This thought is occurring to you now. You haven't seen Proto since you left the House of the Moon. Hmm. Where did Proto go? I don't know. I don't know. Um, He's a sneaky one. Just I'm gonna open the him. door. Yeah, <clears throat> let's go inside and see if you walk inside. The inn seems as you left it. I'm gonna call for Proto, just in case. You do, and there's no response. Well, mm, neither uh, in your mind nor in the physical world. Anybody? Um, you two are here, seemingly alone right now. Mm. I'm gonna use my except for yeah, except for. My. <laughs> I want to use my um, <clears throat> gem of seeing. Yeah. And look around for invisible creatures. With your gem of seeing. I'm just like looking around, like making sure there's no invisible drow hiding inside and maybe outside. This is a smart like, thing. This is a smart thing that you could do all the time if you wanted. Sure. Um, but a thorough search of the house yields no sight of the drow. Make a perception check for me. Green dice. All right. Um, 18. With an 18. Uh-oh. Yeah, just look like it. Yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> With an 18... Where do you start the search, do you think? Um, the first floor. Just like a little sweep around. As you put the gem to your eye, and you look at the bar, you see behind it a figure. You see the figure of a half-elf man. His hair tied up in a sort of wind braid. He's middle-aged, handsome, Mm. and as you look at him, he looks at you and realizes you are looking at him intentionally. I had my crossbow at him. 
Wait, it's it's fucking, um, who do you see? It's Lyft. It's Lyft. Yeah. Who are you? What are you doing at my house? Who is it? What do they look like? Just put his hands up. Can I see? Show yourself. Will Julian be able to see it in the... Just sort of shrugs and and gestures as if to say, I am. All right. Julian yanks the gem thing. Julian. Tries to look through it. You see this man. He's not invisible. (gasps) Is this a thing that you have to attune to, actually? Um, Julian might not be able to just rip it away and look through it. Um, no. Yeah. Doesn't require attunement. So, oh, yes, it does. Sorry. <laughs> so you're attuned to this, let's say. Julian, you take the gem and look through it. You can't see anything. What are you looking at? There's, um, it, did, I, did he make himself invisible? Yes. I, I shrug as if to say he can't. Uh, uh, there's an, an elf, an elfy guy, uh, standing right behind the bar. Oh, that's Liv. Uh, are you, are you Liv? Looking at him, lit. Uh, he, he's, hey, <laughs> You see a mug that was kind of underneath the bar, sort of raise up into the air, Julian, and just as if cheersing, raise up and like gesture towards you before setting back down the bar. You see this elf pick up the mug and sort of gesture and put it back down. All right. What's Lift? Do you know if anyone's in the house that shouldn't be in the house? He just shakes his head no as if to say like, nope, we're in the clear. Can you can you can you talk? Are you can you talk can you talk? Shrugs. I don't I don't know if you can talk. He said no. Ask him to yell. Uh I think can you yell? I'm sorry, <laughs> Lift, how rude of me. Can you yell? You see this elf sort of like begrudgingly be like and you see it scream. Mm. And make a perception check for me. Both of you. 20. Wow. Jesus Christ. Dirty after. Uh, 15. The windows that are empty of their panes just rattle a little bit. And if you were looking at a glass of water, there would be a faint ripple. Across the top of it, but you you hear nothing. <laughs> All right, well, great just experiment. the slightest vibration that is emanated from this. Uh, do you know this guy? Is he always like this? Well, he is the old owner of this manor. Lift you see is just like clapping, like you got it, mm, right? Um. Well, Lip, it's good to finally pin you down. <laughs> Julian's just looking at thin air. He's grateful. Can we help you? Sort of looks around, walks, like, starts like walking frantically about the room and pointing out all the damages, <laughs> all the things that are broken that need to be repaired. Mm-hmm. And at this, he actually does seem to be like, he goes from being like sort of genial to being very annoyed very quickly mm. and is immediately just like <laughs> and like starting and as, as his energy starts to get into this more like agitated place you see him at one point go up to a chair and just sort of fling it and even though his energy would have thrown it across the room the chair just sort of like and slides a few feet across the floor interesting yeah, I don't think he's too happy with the state of this place I don't think anybody is. Uh, Yes, we're working on it. (laughs) 
<laughs> we just got some money. Um, but we need to go. We just came into some money. <laughs> we just came into some money. Um, I imagine that Liff, so as you say this, he does start to calm down. I imagine Liff, if anyone's played like the, um, like any of the old like N64 Legend of Zelda games where like you talk to somebody and as you click through the dialogue screen, sometimes they're like, the gesture that they're doing will just change on a dime to something like very big and repeated <laughs> and then it'll go like right back to like this or something like it's it's one of those things like he doesn't he doesn't flow smoothly through emotion he can just inhabit one emotional uh, state is one vibration is he a are you a ghost he doesn't seem sure how to answer do you know that you're invisible he does he does Seems to be aware. Have you ever pulled any pranks on us? <laughs> Are you always here? <laughs> oh no! Do you watch me? You know. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not sure what to do about um, this. Well, if we have a, we're kind of busy, but I don't. You know, is that okay? We'll see you later. The contractors are on the books. They're coming. Yeah, Liv just goes back behind the bar and starts to buff it as though he's cleaning off the top, even though the dust that is there does not get disturbed. And contractors you, are going to be here in six days. Oh, do and you see any drow come in the house lately? Liv turns and says, and, and just sort of scratches his head and says, and doesn't can't speak. But but like like walks over to the door and gestures to the bag that is there, and you see him uh, start to parade as though he's a lady holding a parasol. Interesting. He's making some ladylike gestures, whatever that means. We used to have Bonnie that lived here. Yeah, if you want to talk to Bliff, you're playing charades. Yeah, it's not Bonnie, right? No, no. Can we arrive back? Nope. You're still about a few hours away. Sorry. You guys, you can mull this over. Is there anything that you want to do in the wake of this to act on it, or is there anything else you want to do? Uh, I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, can we steam up the mirror and see if Liff will write anything? Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, you... Go over to the mirror and you try to steam it, and you kind of like work this out with Lyft. What are you asking? Uh, do you know who that was? You steam the mirror, and in it he writes, "Woman." Woman. Okay. Mm. Did she have any? Did she have proto? We've lost our friend. No. Did no, she look no. like she was in a battle? No. Mm. She left. The, she left the bag on the door. Yes. Did she take well. anything? No. Well, this Seems doesn't give us much. An associate of Zardoz. Where would Proto go? I don't know. Where would Proto go that he'd meet Zardoz Drow? Where go Proto? Um. Well. Would I know that he likes the sewer? They like the sewer. Yeah, I'm. Would that be common knowledge for us? I mean, I feel like I know as a gloom stalker that I like the sewer. You can both roll inside checks. It'll be slightly different DCs. That's not it. Four. Uh, no. Eight. 
Neither of you have really dug into Proto. Don't know much about him. You don't know much about Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Well, it's a six. It doesn't matter. Still don't. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. No no one's really asked much about Proto. You know enough to know that being a uh, creation much like Bang Bang with the same creator, maybe you just made some assumptions. But beyond knowing that Proto is trapped in the Blue Alley and now free, don't know much. What was the elf's name? Lith. Lith. L-I-F. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, I thought well, I, maybe What a great way others. for... Because you, you didn't know anything about Lith before this, right? What a great oh, way yeah. for you to meet Lith. Yeah. <laughs> Be the first person to see. Huh. Uh, well, you can definitely like, lit a candle for him, at least. But you have. You yeah. can walk for Lith. He's got... But uh, not since he's been here the whole rumble time. You start to connect. There is a, still a small shrine to Lith that's mm-hmm. right in the kitchen. And you maybe never thought of it before. But you see, now that you like, like your attention is sort of drawn to Lith, yeah. you see that there's like... He often will go over to this little shrine and just sort of sit by it. And, like, occasionally you can see, like, the dried dead flowers that somebody put there will just, like, slightly move as you see him sort of arranging them. Hmm. Nice. Well, I... The others can't be far behind us. Well, I'll see what they make of this. It seems to be harmless. We knew we were going to have to track them down anyways. Let's, let's, let's convene once the others are back. Yeah. So you wait, and as darkness begins to fall, um, the rest of the party returns. Mm. Minus Proto. All right, gang, we have a house meeting. Mm, A house meeting? (laughs) House meeting. Oh, what's up? Uh, Well, uh, so we got this bag with a note. Um, I don't know where Proto is. We think Zardos. The road from here. Proto. It's from Zardos. Oh, uh, yes. And um, apparently, we met Lyft today. He has a sense of humor. Apparently, he does not like cops. Apparently, a lady with a North with a parasol like. came into the house and left that. Didn't come in. Oh, didn't, didn't come in. The lady came into the, uh, the front area, put this vestibule under the door. Left. Did that. Most mysterious indeed. Uh, none of the cops outside saw anything. Yeah. Do any of you know um, where Proto would be, though? Well, no. When's the last time you saw him? No, he likes to. He's kept his own company. I don't know where he went this morning. Mm-hmm. I feel like Proto and I talked about. Like, yeah, I thought you did. What kinds of. Make a. Uh... I'll be I can't remember this conversation happening at table. So I'm going to just say, make an insight check to see whether or not your relationship with Proto will give you a glimpse into where he Friendship check. Friendship check. Over friendship. Could any of us roll this? I'm going to say bang, bang. Can is probably going to be this person. Remember all the good times. Uh, you know that Proto was designed for the stars the last two days. You know, you know enough about Proto having been a part of Nimble Unit and having these sort of like hazy, half like deteriorated uh, designations in your core that can like pull up information on Proto. Um, 
Their designation was for the sewers. I do not know a place of more gloom. Well, there's a sewer entrance down the street. Mm. We to go to the sewer. Also, there's um. But it also sounds like maybe they took. That's the theater. Looking around for traces of any sign of a struggle, though. Right. Um, um, there's. I don't know if you were aware, uh, but the former proprietor of this place. Uh, Liv? Liv. Yeah. Um, Liv, with an F. Liv. Mm. Uh, he's over by the bar. Oh, yeah, And he's sure. invisible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it? Is this weird? Yeah, he's, you? No, he's, cool. he's helped us out a bunch of times. Told you. Yeah, I see. No, he's know, very man. nice. He we, saved our lives. We discovered his backstory. He was forced out by the mob, and it, it's a long story. But um, he's a cool guy. Really great. Good yeah. to know. Good to yeah. know. Leave him a little present sometime <laughs> on the altar. I Can see. I do some investigating. I'm sorry. Ben is trying yeah, to say something. What do you want to do? It sounds like from this that there would have been a bunch of police around in the area when there are there was you, fighting what, here. Yeah. So how so, did that happen without getting noticed? But they're invisible. So it's <laughs> not. The short answer is you don't know. The long answer is there are more frequent sentries uh, that are passing by Troll Skull. As a result of the fireball, Grauhun Manor, your relationship with Captain Kevin, your uh, continuing, evolving relationship with Waterdeep law enforcement, um, there is a near constant, like, City Watch presence around your home. That is not your home. That is close by. Same block. And the way the combat transpires, that was about three rounds of combat, which is about 18 seconds. And I rolled a dice over here to see whether or not it was noticed. And I'm not going to tell you at this point what the result was. I think we should see if the police noticed anything. I would definitely love to do some investigating. Yeah. I I think we need to... To immediately start investigating what happened and see if we can find Proto tonight because we need to leave for the Adi Forest tomorrow sure, no. uh, so, or as soon as possible. So, um, when I well, above table, when I burnt down that um, family's house, I, <laughs> I hid in the, under that manhole. Yeah, um, we, because we, went, we, in there. we yeah. went in there. So, I feel like Rumble and Yuri would remember, like, there's a manhole really close right. by. If you went to the sewers. So yeah. I feel like Yuri would check that out. Yeah, totally. You go over to that manhole and make an investigation check. <laughs> Perceiving or anything that's uh, what you find is blood spatter oh. around the entrance to the manhole. Proto's blood. Looking around, you also see. A small hole, or like the bent nail is a stone, wood, plaster facade. Um, there's a hole in that building where it looks like a bullet would have entered and sort of exploded a small portion of it. One shot was fired in the alley during that tussle. And you wouldn't know this, 
Proto would have known this. It seemed like your pursuers, your attackers, were intentionally trying to be quiet about their business. This is maybe not even possible. You know I like to try to abuse my cantrips. Um, With the fast-forward reverse cantrip, I know it only works in a five-foot cube. Could I reverse the blood just to see which direction it came from? What's the time scale on it again? Enhance. I think it's for every one minute I'm rewinding. For every one minute I actually sit there, ten minutes goes by. Reverse. So you would need to see sit there for... Let me make sure that's right. Oh, my computer just died. You would need to sit there for about... Thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got this. Let me see what the actual time. And is. the question that I have for you is: mm-hmm. How long of continuous casting of a cantrip that you know reverses ten minutes okay. per minute would Yuri wait until some effect happens? Because I think the question is: Would Yuri continuously cast this blood? This Cantrip, trying to see how long ago the blood yeah. lifted yeah. or not. I can do do this for up to an hour, and I was right. So for every ten, for every one minute of concentration, fast forward through reverses ten minutes. So you can only do it for six minutes. Ten um, hour, ten an hour of reverse time, or so no, real time. only has uh, an hour. So max, you can reverse ten hours. Yes, ten hours. So are you, are you willing to spend a full hour to see? Do we think that's worth it? Um, I'd probably ask my friends. Because the blood could could potentially go back towards the or the origin of the blood. You do that. I'll stand guard and see if you can find a messenger. Sorry, there's more stuff with your investigation check as well. First of all, so there's some blood spatter around the manhole. There was a bullet hole in the bent nail. There are also splinters, wooden splinters on the ground that were seemingly hacked out of wood. And with the 21 investigation, you recognize that the coloration of that staining is the same as Proto. There's a black stain on it. Very uh, very noticeable. Got you. So you, you gather enough information from looking at this scene to think that a struggle took place around this manhole that involved Proto. Sure. So we know that for sure. Yeah. Did you see the black liquid mm. was... It looks like, like Proto's good. It's a stain on the wood. It, there's like splinters of wood, and on those splinters, you can make out a little bit of black varnish mm. that matches the same color that Proto is. Got you. Mm. So do you think I should use magic to trace the origin of the black stuff? or the? It's blood? cantrip, so it's really about how much time you're willing to spend. Yeah, I think Yuri would be willing to spend an hour seeing if he can, like, so, follow this um, trail. If you spend an hour, um, over the course of that hour, at some point, Tally is going to come back into the alley. Mm-hmm. He's going to first poke his head out of the shop while Yuri is sort of casting this magic. Mm. Who else is there right now? I'm also there. I'm keeping Stand guard over, over him while he's doing it. You sent me to go do something. Um, so. Well, so it's hey, five o'clock. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
I want to get to a, a wrap up place. Okay. Can can we go for another fifteen? Sure. Yeah. Good with that. Okay. Um. Hey. Is everything okay? Um, I'm not sure. One of our friends is missing. Yeah. Did you hear anything out here earlier today? Gunshots, for example. You know what a gun is? A scuffle? Struggle of sorts. You see, Sorry, like, the blood sort of drains from his face a little bit. I was I was working, and I, I, heard, I heard a loud... I heard a loud noise. And, um... I got... I got scared... And I, I looked out for, um, I looked out and I saw a city watch guard putting the manhole cover back in place. And um, city watch guard. I went back to, went back to work. City watch guard. So if the city watch was involved, then. Or it could have been a shapeshifter. We've seen shapeshifters do that before. Well, what would a city watch guard be doing in the sewers? Well, nothing. If they're a real city watch. Is that uh, they, they seem to replace the, the, they put the... They put it back, and then they just sort of stood guard there for a moment. And I went back to work. I didn't watch what they were doing. That seems suspicious. Interesting. Extremely. So you did you see a lady with a parasol? I didn't hear the lights. I didn't see it. I just saw the city watch um, putting the manhole cover back. Can we do an inside check to make sure they're not hiding anything? Make an inside check. 19. They're withholding something. He is withholding something. Tally. Uh, we appreciate all the good business uh, that we've had with you. Uh, we appreciate you as our neighbour, as someone we're beginning to get to know, but I know you're hiding something, and um, the safety of our friend is the matter at hand. Persuasion check with advantage. And if you're close with you, know what we're going next. Oh, let me see what my stats are. Not great. What was it? Uh, Persuasion? 12. Hmm. Now remember, Tally, I haven't tried out these new crossbows yet. I'm not, uh... <laughs> Size go wide. Thanks. Make, a, make an intimidation check. Did every roll it. Julian's here. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. 16. 16. I, 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 poked my, I poked my head out for a second. I was just like, hey. Is everything, is everything okay back here, Mr. Sigmar? And he was just, he was very rude to me. And, um, that so, doesn't sound like any law enforcement I know. Uh, yeah, the city watch are so great. <laughs> Not my pigs. They're always so nice to me. Uh, but this guy wasn't. Just some lovable pigs. What was that? What did that mean? I... <laughs> As I was going back into, I looked at the, and he, you see this like bullet hole is like kind of right next to his door. Mm. He was just he he's like I, I asked if he saw anything, and he 
he had a like gun on him and he like sort of like pointed at me and was like, Get back in your house. And I went back. A pistol you say. Well. But a gun you say. We know what kind of folks use guns around these parts, don't we? We sure do. I guess that they're getting like an the budget for the city watch has been going up and up I This just does not sound possible for a city watch this member. This does not sound like a city watch Their jobs are so hard, though. They've got, like, stop stressing. <laughs> There's a game war going on. That's why we're aware. Oh, it's tough right. times out there. Guns are very standard issue, however. So well, I think we can increase their budget so that they. Have I give you guys a disposal. <laughs> yes. Thank you. We understand. Uh, if you think of anything else you noticed, uh, you know where to find us. Over Did you at the Hoodoo tell another City Watch member about the rude one? I have no way. Why would I do that? Why would May I we tell why would I go to a City Watchman to say that a City Watchman was rude to me? <laughs> Excellent point. Um, so, so that they right. know that they need to engage in reasonable reform. We know that they would do if they so only knew it was a problem. We have, to hold, we have to hold them accountable. <laughs> Not being all... rude is the law. Is what everybody's <laughs> telling me. <laughs> so, how do you talk to uh, you've talked to Tally. You've right, gotten right. some information. It seems like somebody with a pistol was in this alleyway, and there was a tussle. And there's evidence that Proto was there. Yes. And there's evidence that maybe all is not as it seems to be. It is early evening. The sun has just set. It is a new moon. Twilight. A dark night. Did the blood trail go anywhere? We have ten more minutes. The blood trail, you you spent an hour. Mm-hmm. After an hour, at some point, at, after about thirty minutes, those droplets of blood just suck up and disappear. Well, Fuck. Does that mean they went upwards? Whatever source dispelled them, you gathered through this chronomancy that like they went back to the host that. Would that work? But it didn't like go anywhere. It kind of just like disappeared. And once it went back into that host, you cannot. The the, the extent of the magic is done. Fuck. So we couldn't like get a direction from it. Yes. Yeah. Right. I guess what you would say, what you would have known is like it dropped straight down. Got you. Right. Like someone was standing there and blood dripped down. Gotcha. So there's definitely a struggle. And they went back down into the sewers. I think the only thing that there is to do now is to descend ourselves to follow to the them sewers. and hopefully try to find okay. and track them. Okay. Find Prato. Yes, I track, track them, them if we can. Um, Prato. Pesto. <laughs> um, well, find our friend. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so are you going to go into the sewers? Yes. Ooh, sewer? I mean, sewer? <laughs> I mean, like, we want to try to find Proto, right? And we, we do. That that's where they went, and... Um, I just fear going after Zardoz is going to put us back into another situation we were into in the Dragon Keep. I think we're in a situation like we're in with the Dragon Keep. It are seems we ready like for? if he's going to our house, he's going to keep bothering exactly. us, so... We need to find Proto... 
get out of town or end this. But either way, I'm not abandoning our friend. Find Pesto and end this. Find Pesto and end this. Find Jimmy Pesto. <laughs> so with that point of resolve, we will end for today. You are all standing above the manhole behind the bent nail, ready to descend into the sewers and try and figure out where Proto might be. One thing I did want to say, Jack, I was saying to Max at the beginning of Yuri doing that for an hour of we could send a messenger to the House of the Moon to tell Luna to come meet us here because we might need her help. And then if that message reaches her and Francesca is playing... So you want to send a message? You want to send a, like, using sending? or No, like, just a, a messenger to the House of Moon, the Moon, over the course of the next hour. If you're willing to wait the time it would take for a messenger to go there, come back, give you an answer, and then Lena to join you, you would be able to, I would say, if, you know, assuming Lena comes, um... We'd be able to enter the sewers probably around like 8 p.m. Realistically, like as opposed to what if we had to wait for her? The sun is just set. This is like the beginning of the evening. The longer that you wait, the longer the trail goes. Right. Yeah. I think um, we should probably just go. But we'll send the messenger. We tell the messenger they don't need to come back. They want him alive so we can make him. Yeah, I agree. So, not ideal, but also. But we'll send the message to him. She could potentially. But also, Pro can't talk. Like, what is it? We have ways of making him communicate. Talk. I don't know that. Oh, that's true. 